three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode 8222 of Ruse Radio. We are back at it again with a second time guest. Yes, Could sir. you please introduce yourself, sir? For those who didn't know, Wayne, it's your boy Kane the Great. You know what I'm saying? Dare to be good. Nah, we dare to be great. Dare to be great. Now, I'd love to ask you about your music and all this, but I think we should go back to the conversation we were having right before we started right, the podcast. Right, 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 right. Because I we think was, that's, we was in there. that's the we most interesting there. thing people could hear right now is mm-hmm. Xbox versus PlayStation, all right? <laughs> 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 Doesn't everybody want to hear about that? I know, right? Yeah, so let's talk about it. Like uh, The old debate. Yeah. The old debate well, of the world. How would, you, how would you summarize where we were at so far? Like, what do you think? How'd we were... So we was... The issues on why, you know, the stuff started to not make sense. And I was saying, like, when they came up with 360 was, like, the last good one, you know. The the era of 360 versus PS3 was, like, the best era because, you know, they could compete. There was a nice competition between the two. And then after that, you know, PlayStation, PS4, we like, oh, so what you going to do? You going to double a circle? And then that's when you came in. You was like, I was expecting 720. And I'm like, a lot of people were. A lot of people were, you know. And I'm not sure what they was going yeah. with it as well, far as the name. But when then that just came out of nowhere, Xbox One. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, that was even more confusing. Now, now we back. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it was like Xbox Two? Is right. that what's next? Right, right, right. So, you know. <laughs> and it's Xbox Series X. That was what was next. Like in the whoever was just in the studio thinking up the names, writing those down. I don't, I don't know what they was on, but I don't know. Just I don't know. That well, you was, know what? I, that was just that was just the first sign to me. Like, yeah, this is this is not pretty. And if it's not if it's not <laughs> if it's not obvious, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 Sony Nation till the day I die. That's just what it is. You know? Sony Nation. <laughs> is there a flag? There should be. There should be one. There should be one. Now that I think about it, we should somebody should get together and do Could that. Could just be the PlayStation logo. Could be simple. I would go with PS1 logo because that's most iconic. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's the one that holds the most. You know what I'm saying? When you see that, you already know. Yeah. It's the vibes. It's the vibes. And I think if you're a true, uh, if yeah. You're, if you're truly in the PlayStation Nation, you yeah, know? it has that hits home for you the most because this is where it all started. We all have memories of that. What is that? The, oh, I'm just muting this. Oh, I thought, the, I thought you were asking Oh, no, not that, not that, not that. <laughs> what is that? We all got <laughs> memories of the orange diamond. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we all have vivid memories of, you know, hours and hours and hours of grinding on this on this game just to, you know. And even more like with, with the PlayStation 2, you know, because, you know, if the, if the CD wasn't reading right, it would just stay with the little spaced out screen or whatever you know you knew it worked when the playstation 2 came across the screen you're like oh, good job good job good job you remember the different methods we had to clean the damn the games back then yeah yeah, yeah. no man bro kids these days don't know what it's like I to have swear, a game like, i don't understand okay, so i was playing tony hawk pro skater once yeah. and the map just stops loading in at a certain point and it's oh like i know the di- i'm waiting for the game to actually stop mm-hmm. and i just play as long as i can until mm-hmm. the game freezes mm-hmm. and and, and it's like the game's completely broken because it can't load anything in. That's what's right. happening. Right. At, at a certain point, the music stops playing. It's almost like the game's cursed. <laughs> That's how it feels. <laughs> like if you didn't know what was happening. It, man, man, so many, so many things. I think it was a, a Gran Turismo game yeah. where you can never get it 100%. Like it was a glitch in the game. They ended up, like the creators ended up coming out and saying like, it, that's why you can never do it. It was like, 
I want to say like 98.6 or something like that. Like that was the limit you can go. Like even if you got Do you know what game? All the cars Grand Turismo, you know which one? I I want to say I want to say the first one. I believe I want to say the first one on the PlayStation. You can never 100% it. You can never 100% it like even if you had all the cars, you beat all the races first place, if you did everything it's telling you to do, it would still say like the overall would be like 98.6. But cuz I remember on a um wow, brain is on fire right now. What was that G4? Remember watching G4? Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, oh, G4 what? was the shit. Yeah, G4 was dope. That was such a great you know time anything about to be their, alive. It was such a great time to be such alive. Such a great time, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, especially if you was, like, in the video games for real. Like, oh, that was just beautiful. Like, whoever... They really need to get back into that space. Well, that's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, was, for real. Did you see their comeback recently? They no, had a whole YouTube channel, and they yeah. were doing every... They had Adam Sessler back. They had get Attack the of the Show back. Here. Yeah, no. Yo. They did it. But I don't think it panned out, yeah. sadly. Like, it was so cool while it was happening because it was, they came back. That's like, you wild. had everybody. They, they even incorporated a lot of professional wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't, I, I wish I could remember exactly who, but there was a few of them who were like parts of the segments. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they were just there to stop by, like, they were part of G4. Man. Yeah, it was very cool. I remember watching Cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I love the host they had on there was cute. That was the one show that I just felt like did not fit on that <laughs> channel at all. I was like, why is this here? Because it's a part of it. It's a part of it. We all remember getting those little Game Informer games, uh, magazines, excuse me, Game Informer magazines, and we would flip to the little part that had the cheat section, writing them down. Oh. If you had a computer, you would get to look it up yourself, and everybody had the notebook, especially if you was playing like San Andreas. Any um 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 San Andreas, what was the what was my man's? Ah, I'm trying to think like street hoops because you would have like crazy little designs and stuff like that. And uh, it was just one ready to rumble, ready to rumble. Yeah, man, you can like get all the all the fucking characters and shit. It was good times. G4 so TV was the shit, bro. It, oh it, my god. Oh, it was. I don't even think anything compares. No, not for real. I for real. In that aspect, no. Like, don't get me wrong. There's some great streamers out there that do, like, great game reviews and, you know, little hacks and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all because y'all keeping the, 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 the hope alive when it comes to this, that type of stuff. But, man, just it was literally a channel that I I was I will be. You remember the TV guy channel? Yeah. So I will be looking like, oh, yeah. All right, such and such is coming on at five. All right, I'm tuning in. Like, knowing that this whole segment I'm finna watch is about some video game. And a lot of times, you know, because I was, we was poor back then, I didn't even have the game. I was just thankful to be able to get some insight on it. Because <laughs> yeah. it was definitely something I wanted to play. What it's making me realize, first of all, I want to say, I was thinking about the cheating show that was on G4. If you remember uh-huh. that show, I was like, there was a oh, cheating show. No, yeah, right. Yeah, That's agreed. I, agreed. Yeah, what that has was nothing that to do with that. Not, <laughs> uh, dang, I forgot the dude, the, the, the original host on there with the glasses. He got stabbed on a boat. Remember? On the cheating show? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because um, you know, because they were like rush the motherfuckers cheating or whatever, and they he was on his boat. Not like a big yacht, but like a little, you know, a little boat. Still, still is a boat. That shit expensive. I know that's that's expensive. But we're talking not a big boat. Well, no, no, yeah, not like a big boat. But it was a boat, and they had came out to the boat and hopped on the boat, or whatever. And the dude was like, "Y'all need to get the fuck out of here." You know what I'm saying? And he was like, "Explain to her why you're doing this to her and this, that, and that." And, and he got stabbed. He got stabbed. No, it wasn't. I can't remember his name. Some I forgot the dude name that's hosting it now because it's still going. 
What? It's still going. Is it, what's that show called? Is it Cheaters? Is yeah, that Cheaters. What it's yep, Cheaters. Yep, Cheaters. Okay, because uh, I I know there's X-Play, mm-hmm. Cheaters. Was that the show you were talking about, though? Because you're talking about video games. That's I was why talking about, no, it was called Cheat. It was called Cheat. Cheat. Yeah. Who hosted that? I can't Kevin Sessler was X-Play. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Sessler and the girl with the no. Morgan? Megan. Megan. Morgan. Something. It was, with, it was definitely with an M. Yeah. Definitely with an M. With the black hair. I think it's Morgan something. It might be. Yeah. Morgan Webb? Yes. You got it. All right. Dude, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, there to we be good is good. G4. But we there to be great. You dig? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, and then uh, there was also of, Attack of the Show. Attack of the Show was fire. I couldn't think of her name, but she had black. She had a black short haircut, or whatnot. She was um, I can't say if she was tall because you know everybody looks tall on TV or whatever. But she was um, like slender build. She was skinny or whatever. Nice smile and literally, which she would run through games and show you how to. Um, she would. If they had cheats available, give you the cheat. I think I remember this one. It'll tell you what the cheat to do or whatever. And then if they wasn't like, like for example, like God of War, she would just give you like a walkthrough on how to deal with this monster or um, deal with this puzzle or whatnot. Boom, boom, boom. But I, I love that show. I love that show. Like G Four was such a time, man. It was even a show where it literally just showed like clips of other games like old little game old games or whatever like that would literally be the entire show like the whole 30 minute thing it'll just be like gameplay of like fucking mega man and um 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 what's the shit what's the girl name something prime Samus? optimus prime no not 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 it was a girl she was she was dressed up like in a mega man suit but she wasn't obviously Mega Man. I'm trying to think of her fucking name. But nobody knew it was a girl until like the end. When you beat the game and she took her helmet off and she had hair and shit. That's when you knew it was a girl. And I want to say her name was Samus. That's Super Metroid. Yeah, there we go. Yup, that's what yeah. it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah, it'd be like um, Mega Man, Mario, Super Metroid, little stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I don't know, even like. So there wouldn't be like no talk show host, nothing like that. It would just be random little clips, commercial, random little clips, commercial, and then, you know, the show would go off. And even that was just like dope to me. Like it's the whole channel is dedicated to video games. Well that's what Except I Except when cheaters will fucking come on, which you like <laughs> yeah. made no fucking sense. They like, also had some late night shows though. I think it might have been one of those because there was that and then there was the other one where they would do just crazy shit. And, like, I remember one time they had a girl hanging upside down and they were feeding her while she was upside down to see, like, how that would go. Okay. <laughs> and in the same episode, or maybe it was a different <laughs> one, they were pinching a guy in that spot that's, like, the worst spot to get pinched. I think it's the bottom of your elbow or somewhere around here on mm-hmm. your arm. Maybe it's right here. There's a spot where it's, like, the worst to get pinched. Maybe it's your armpit. I think but it's, like, like, I want to say, like, only because I got, like, getting a tattoo on, on this side. I got it. It's a... A bolt of lightning that got like right here. Back I want to say like like right up in here, like right by your armpit, but like right here because it's like really like even if you like rub your finger across your arm, it gets sensitive. Once you get right here, yeah, it gets really really sensitive. So I want to say like but like right in this area, but I know what you're talking about. But well, they were putting like clips on him right there, and they're just yeah, clipping yeah, a bunch yeah. of shit. And I wish I could remember what that show See, was so called because like, that the, was wild. And I get the reason behind it, but I, you know, to me it was stupid. But you know, they get like all right. This is a video game channel, 
But the bulk of our audience is going to be in bed by this time, damn time. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's the weekend because they got to go to school. So yeah. <laughs> they need something for the other eyes that would be on the damn channel. So I could get that. I just remembered. They used to air old movies too. Like mm-hmm. there was like karate movies on mm-hmm. there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I remember I would turn on G4 and it'd be a random ass karate movie. And I'm like, I'm trying to watch Attack of the Show. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I watched it. It was, it was nice. Right, right, right. right you know? At the time, I didn't appreciate it for what it was. Exactly. Now, I'd be so exactly. happy to be exposed exactly. to those movies. It's, it's a different vibe. Yeah. It's a different vibe. But you know what? I'm, as I think about it, too, I think what's, what was smart about it is, like, they know their audience is gamers. So it's mm-hmm. not just like they're going to sleep. It's like, you know, gamers... We, how I'm thinking about this is that it's interesting because they were kind of doing what Twitch and YouTube does before Twitch and YouTube ever did it. Exactly, exactly. Like, they figured it out and figured out a way to streamline the gaming culture to people before anybody else actually did that. Like, G4 is the OG when it comes to... Because there was no... When you talk about that, the reason that it was so cool mm-hmm. is because there was nothing else. There's no yeah, other resource it, that you right. had that like, was like that. It was that. different, like, cartoons you got... Cartoon Network, you got Nickelodeon, you got Disney Channel and all of that stuff. Music, you got MTV, you got BET, you got VH1, you know what I'm saying? Like, gaming, you got G4. Yeah. You got G4, and be happy, because it's a great fucking time. Damn, good. Damn, I'm so sad that they bombed that, man. I feel like they should have been more into the social media aspect more to get that back going right. And definitely have, like... Like, don't get me wrong. Bringing the OGs back is good for, like, the original audience, but you would need somebody credible and relatable today. Well, I think that's why they had the professional wrestlers and a few other people. Yeah, I can feel it. I can feel it. But you need those, um, what are they? Well, I guess they're more like the the, the, the Twitch people now. You know what I mean? Like, ah. You know, the ones that be out doing the, um. Get Ninja on there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty smart though like you know the ones be like that getting be doing John the, Cena um, on your wrestling show like it's the yeah, go yeah, yeah, who yeah, else yeah, who's yeah. the most popular streamer who's the streamer everybody knows you know what I'm saying but but continue but you know how like or you got the ones that be out doing like the little interviews and stuff like that and they got the little gimmicks like it's this one dude um, brown skin guy with like funny color eyes he be saying like I think I got my swagger back or oh, not cool as hell funny as shit great following you know what I mean like but damn, that would be something I would love to see back out, especially like with today's you know games. Like the you know the gaming world is so fucking beautiful. You got your two K heads, you know what I'm saying? They are die hard about that. Same as you got your Madden lovers, you know what I'm saying? The shooters is I ain't gonna lie. The shooters, in my opinion, have taken a decline only because like it's so much out there and it's uh, like don't get me wrong you still have some good stuff out there there is some good stuff out there i've even started to i found a way to appreciate fortnite i guess or whatever it's it's not a a fan favorite i only play it when i'm playing with my kids or whatever for real for real or if my boy bam bugged me about it he'd be like man get on fort bro and if, <laughs> and if I ain't doing nothing, I'd be like, all right, fine, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's what got me to play as a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was my it was my, my kid and my boy Bam. They both was like, Man, come on, just play Fortnite with me. And I'm like, look, my I'm be honest with you, it's not even the cartoon aspect of the game that bothers me because you know, I appreciate good cartoons. It's the whole building thing. Like, that's so gay, bro. You're not finna like if I'm a better shooter than you, you're not finna build a building to avoid this bro we gonna shoot this out like we supposed to shoot this out and then it was like yeah we got a whole no building option i'm like oh for real 
So then I had no excuse. That was my only real problem with it. And I had no excuse. So I tried it out. It's interesting. I, I do like the little gimmicks they do when they have, when they drop certain seasons, like when they got the um the Kamehameha wave on there. I thought them, all right, I see what y'all doing. I see what y'all doing. Especially since the anime community is so fucking huge now, which is a bittersweet situation in my own opinion or whatever because I remember the days, man. What which days? The days was when it wasn't cool to watch anime, bro. Oh, it yeah. It wasn't cool to watch anime, it bro. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. It did. People had to mature and COVID. Those two combined. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz it it had started to be it started to be more of a rise before COVID. It was just that now that COVID happened, everybody has to sit the fuck still and a lot of us a lot of them was locked up with, you know, Anime heads, you know. So let me see what you're watching. I, I don't watch my show 80 times now. So well, let me see what you're watching. Next thing you know, you fall in love with these characters and the storyline. And you're like, oh my God, this is why you watch this. And I'm like, yes, this is why I've been watching this. Since I was eight years old, this is why I've been watching anime. Like, come on now, get it together. You, you're missing on great fucking storyline here, bro. Shit. And then we got to. Now we got to backtrack, and I got to show them the greats. You know, you can't just jump into this anime shit and not, you know, pay homage. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not finna get off not watching Yu Yu Hakusho. We going to go back and watch Yu Yu Hakusho, goddamn it. You're going to see my nigga he ain't fuck up some shit. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see Yusuke show you what equality is about because his hands was ready to eat for every fucking body. Like, man, but yeah, you know, so, you know, that's that's something that is really funny. Only because, like, and I know we just, like, low-key got a jumped off topic because now I'm really finna dive into anime for a second. But I love the diversity of the fan base because, like, it's a lot of attractive, nerdy girls out there that are finally getting the recognition they deserve because, you know, they were be, like, like I'm saying, I remember the days. Like, if you thought it was hard being a dude that liked anime back then, can you imagine how hard it is to being a girl that liked anime back then? Oh, my God. Like, they got no play. No play. And a lot of them were, you know, attractive. They just, you know, dressed, quote, unquote, funny at the time frame. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that and a pair of glasses with the wrong outfit. Of course, everybody's going to look at you weird or whatnot. During that time, shit was rough. So, you know, I I love it now um, where, you know, you can love so many different forms of anime and be a girl and like people be like you are fine as hell because a lot of them were gorgeous gorgeous but they didn't want to nobody gave them a time of day because they like the they had a a death note <laughs> had a death note book bag or an actual notebook that had death note on it or whatever you know now you're looking at oh, this bitch creepy she gonna try to put a spell on me type shit like no she's a fan goddamn like you overthinking the situation just like all right look some people shouldn't have been judged for the Naruto run. You got to understand what it was to us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't judge the people that did the Naruto run because I don't want to be judged trying to turn into a Super Saiyan. Because everybody tried to turn into a Super Saiyan when that was a thing, bro. Like, everybody was, everybody yelled. Everybody did yell. Everybody balled their fist up. They clenched their muscles. <laughs> everybody fucking did it. If you're lying, if you watched Dragon Ball Z back then and you claiming you didn't try at least twice, you're a liar. You're a liar. You need to go seek therapy because that's too, that's too childish to be lying about. I know I wanted to be a Super Saiyan. You know how many times I wanted to punch a kid in the face with golden hair? Bro, come on now. So come I got now. a story. I got a yeah. story. So I remember. I, yeah. I want to say I was, let's say, 10. 
Mm-hmm. And I had a friend that lived across the street. He was super into anime. Right. Him and I like were so into Kingdom Hearts, and that's a whole different story we can get into. Okay, but facts. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that game facts, is my life. Bro. Kingdom Hearts was. But, but let's not derail yeah, too right, much. Right, 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 right. Go so ahead. okay, so he's across the street. I'm just I'm just setting this story up. Yeah. And then there was this other kid. And he was my neighbor, and he was causing trouble, right? And so me mm. and my friend, and I remember his older, my friend's older brother was there, and then his older sister mm. was there. My other friend's older sister was there. I just remembered another detail of the story. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so my other friend's name's Trevor, and uh, I think he might have been in attendance as well. Okay. But... It's a street fight. This is what I'm saying. All right. It's a street fight. All right. And it's between me, my my friend that lives across the street, okay. and this neighbor that's causing trouble. But it's two on one because it's me and my friend right, against right, right, right. this trouble. Gotcha. This, this, this uh, rabble rouser, right? <laughs> rabble rouser. <laughs> so, okay. This right. guy. I, I, I got to <laughs> use that one. <laughs> <laughs> <A> rabble rouser. <laughs> Hell no. Thank, Go you. Ahead. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever used that word successfully. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this guy over at my house, and I remember I that the older kids, the the older brother and older sister, which these people are probably around 15. To me, they're adults. I'm 10. Right, right, right. And, like, they're encouraging the fight for sure. Like, they want to see some 10-year-old scrap. Nice. So I remember, like, they're feeding into the energy, and at one point, I yelled because I I was not serious in my mind. Okay, I was semi serious, and mm-hmm. I was playing into these older kids. Right. But I yelled, "If you can't handle the heat, stay out the kitchen!" And then I like threw some punches at him. I'm not making this up. Okay. I remember doing all right. this. Yep. That was. Yeah. I say all of this though. It was a cannon moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I. Don't, I could. I don't know why I said it. In mm. the moment, I didn't know why I said it. I just knew I was, that, that it made that those older kids laugh. It was a time. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what? We've practiced this. I said it in an accent. Well, yeah, they're right. That's what I was going to add on to it. You became a whole new character. Like In that moment, you was like, this is what we trained for. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I, I was really happy to get in a fight that day. And, and then... <laughs> I was really happy to get to I was excited. But... Uh, Okay, this is the unforgettable part. Yeah. So my friend that lived across the street that we got into Kingdom Hearts together, yeah. he's an anime lover, right? Yeah. So he starts throwing Naruto like moves at this kid successfully. <laughs> like he's like he Naruto ran at him. He literally he Naruto ran at him and then he's like karate chopping and kicking and like 360 kicking and doing all this crazy stuff that I've never he, uh, mind you, he's not like a s- small kid. He's a little bit bigger, so yeah. I've never seen him be so agile. I was like, what is going on here? He channeled Naruto in that moment. Broken move. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that day. That was a wild fight. And, yeah, uh, we won. We won. Well, obviously, you know what I'm saying? You had an anime character, and you turned into an, an Italian gangster out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. He had no choice but to lose. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say, oh, you, you got know a made man and a junior in here. What you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it's not even a match. It's it's just kind of unfair. <laughs> and uh, there's two other details I remember just yeah. now. So 
first of all, my quote was a little bit inaccurate. What made it extra cool since I was 10 and they were older than me is I said, if you can't handle the heat, stay the fuck out the kitchen. I swore. Right, right, I right, swore. Right. When you swear when you're 10, that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of it. And then the other thing was, I remember how we won the fight is that we ended up over on the pavement and mm. I like kind of threw him down and I he scraped his knee and then he started crying and he said that was unfair. And I was thinking in my mind, like, I guess I sort of questioned it. Like, was that unfair? Did I break any rules? But, like, no. If a fight goes over to the pavement and you scrape your knee, like, you can't just give up and then say it's my fault. Right? I we would have thought. I would have thought he would have considered it was unfair because it was two on one. <laughs> like, that's what I would have. No, like, it's the fact know, that he hurt himself. Right. Like, <laughs> no, no, god damn it. I got to get a Band-Aid on this, man. Yo, I, was, I Yo, thought we were what, just going to be you like. the rules, bro. <laughs> you can't, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I got a boo-boo now. No, it's not cool, man. My mom's going to ask questions. She's going to want answers, and I don't know how to give them to her. Rough times, rough times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So shout out. I, I guess I'm not going to specify who's who in the story, but I'll shout out all the names we got. Shout out Alex, Trevor, Ariel, Matt, Bradley. <laughs> Shout out everybody. You know the roles you played. <laughs> yeah. You know the roles. <laughs> I just figured out how I can say all their names. <laughs> if I just don't say who got their ass kicked, <laughs> right? And, good. and who antagonized two kids, three kids fighting? So yeah, <laughs> dude, that's true. Those sixteen-year-olds who are like, like, just like fucking shit. making like a little shit. fight club in a backyard. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> bro. I think I seen something on a um, on the news about that. It was his teacher. She uh, there was some. I don't want to. I can't remember the exact grade, but they were in like grade school though, and. She had like a little fight club going on, you know what I'm saying? Like if the kids had any issues, she would let them fight it out. Oh my shit. god! And what happened? I think a parent asked one of their kids about it, or something like that. Because she was asking, like, "Have you been fighting?" And then she was, she said something along, and this, this why I thought it was bullshit at first. But then I looked into it. When, no, the teacher actually got arrested and shit like that. But I thought it was bullshit because the person was saying was they was insinuating that when they asked their kid about it. The kid was like, <laughs> and I can't believe this part. First rule of Fight Club, you don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> he said that for real? Something along the lines of that. So when I read it, I was like, this is not real. This is this is, this is is just being fun. This this can't be real. And then I, when I looked into it, I so the quote, I couldn't find the quote from the kid. But I did find out that the teacher did get arrested for um, having like a fight club on it. <laughs> Um, in our class or whatever, so I was like, "Damn!" I was like, so maybe she did say some, you know, the first rule of Fight Club, kids. We don't talk about Fight Club. Like, damn, that's so cliche. I mean, I'm like, wow, <laughs> like wow, wow. I mean, it's wow. almost crazy enough to be true. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I can get from somebody from the older generation remembering that, cause that was one of the, you know the big lines of the movie, and then you actually you doing some illegal shit by making a, these kids fight. The first thing you want to do is make sure that we keep it in-house. And- <laughs> <laughs> like, let's saying. be reasonable here. Let's Look, think about this. If y'all want to like do adults. this, y'all can't be telling nobody and type shit. You know what I'm saying? But why would you do that? Why would you do that to begin with? But so I, like the, I can understand why. I just don't understand, like, like the gumption that, like, you actually did this, you know what I'm saying? Like, hell, a bunch of people contemplate murder, but only a, a select few actually do this shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have a problem, lady, you have a problem. And if she ever hears this, I hope, 
I hope you found a better mental space because, man, you you don't know what those kids was going through, bro. <laughs> you you don't probably made some fucking serial killers <laughs> just from that crazy experience, man. And the next twenty years of random people just started dropping. You might feel be man, you should feel guilty, bro. I'm just letting you know. You don't know what little Susie learned, picked up that day. She's gonna take it to high school. <laughs> <laughs> and I shouldn't be laughing about it. No, man, that's wild. It's that it, it, it's a great. It, crazy. I'm just imagining the scenario, right? Like you one got kid Philip versus Tracy on Wednesday. <laughs> All the kids talk about it. Like, yo, you see the fucking KO this morning, man? Right over. <laughs> we we had lunch talking about this. <laughs> Dude, yo, she used her lunchbox. That was legal. She used that lunchbox. <laughs> You can't do that. Disqualification. Wasted, wasted her mom's good tuna fish. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I have a horrible sense no, of humor. No, that's great. And actually, I realized my joke didn't work <laughs> because Fight Club, the only rules you don't talk about, you can use a lunchbox. Yeah, you can use a lunchbox. Uh, you can use lunchbox. Not illegal. You know what I'm saying? If a lunchbox happened to be there... You pick up that lunchbox. Chairs. Lots of chairs would be used in the whole lot. lots of chairs. I'm man, trying to think of all on, the man. things in the classroom. You know what I'm you saying? You'd be throwing people on fucking desks, elbowing them and shit. There's gotta, all kinds of stuff that would happen. Got a fanny pack full of sharpened pencils. <laughs> See, <laughs> swinging a backpack. You know what I'm saying? Like Chucky knew he was going to get in a fight, so he just yeah, packed exactly. a backpack full of fucking bricks that day. No, no. You got the, the kids. It was action figures. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If you're the kid that's in Fight Club, I think that you you're beyond action figures. <laughs> you're beyond. Action figures. Yeah, I think you're a little. It's like what you're saying. You're just setting those kids up to be somebody else. Man, for real, for real. Yeah, that's the wild part. Is just imagine the psyche of it. Like those kids going into school just thinking about right. That. Like man, saying shit, man. I was in a whole Fight Club in the third grade. The, the third grade. And people just think you're lying. Right. They would always then, think you're then, lying. The next thing you know, you jab at a pen, pen. In motherfuckers ear and they be like no damn it we, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive you learn that in fight club <laughs> you learn that in fight club yeah. rough business <laughs> horrible that is great and that's a true story you know what at the very least this should be a movie can someone please it could even be Man, a comedy you can make that a definitely. comedy yo yes right I seen this movie called Cooties and it's hilarious so it's a whole zombie thing or whatever right but um it's the kids, like, out of elementary, they um, ate some bad chicken nuggets, and they all caught this little cootie virus or whatever, and they turned into, like, these rabbit zombie little motherfuckers. And the teachers, <laughs> the, how, how, I guess the virus works for anybody. If, if, you, um, if you went through puberty or not, it didn't work on you. That's what it was. So... All the kids in the school are these now. They're all little rabid zombies and shit. And the fucking teachers, man, they are fucking shit up. And I'm like, exactly, exactly. God damn it. Because if I was ever in a zombie situation and a bunch of little zombie kids come at me, I promise you I'm not going to feel no bit of remorse. I don't give a damn that little Timmy was a great kid. Like, <laughs> I'm going to knock your head off your shoulders, Timmy boy. Like, Cosmo and Wanda is not coming to save you today. I'm trying to tell you. Okay, this is the difference, though. It's always like when the movies have it so you see the normal zombies first, but then you see your family member as a zombie. Right. That's when you actually have to question it, right? Yeah, I, it's no question. I've already told my family, like, we were ever in that situation. I'm not even going to hesitate to knock your head off. I promise you. Like, I don't, I don't want you to feel no type of way. I'm like, in reality, 
I want the same in return. You know what I'm saying? Don't let me live like this, man. Yeah. I want to eat people. Don't let me live like this. You know? <laughs> Just, come on now. Skin the can. Come on now. I'm really big on my hygiene. Don't let me live like this. That's a this. great way to look at it. Put a bullet in my head. It's respectful. Exactly. Thank you. I'm going to knock you off first because you my family. I'm not going to have my family out here accidentally killing people that they care about and shit. That's not, what, that's not what you want in reality. I know that. You know that. Let's be real here. Come on now. Get it out the way. Get it out the way. My 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 kids asked me that, and I was like, it would hurt me to know that you're out here killing people. I'm not going <laughs> to let that happen. You my child. You a zombie. I'm going to go ahead and nope. I'm not. You want to try to save us with what? I'm not. That's not my specialty. What am I supposed to be doing? Where would I even go? Let's be logical. We're talking about apocalypse situation, end of the world. The any scientists that may or may not be able to do it are probably dead or on the other side of the world. In that moment, you trying to rip my neck off. I'm like, sweetheart, you catching one to the dome. I'm getting it out the way. I'm getting it out the way. It's gonna make me hardened and you know ready for this horrible world we finna live. So yeah, if anything, I'm taking my family out first. I'm taking them out, get them out the way, quick, fast, and hurry. I'm I'm checking everybody. You got a bike? Don't play with me. Do not fucking play with me. Do you have a bite? Let me know now. If you got a bite, I'm going to let you go off. You can go off and kill yourself if you wish. But as soon as you start foaming at the mouth, I ain't even going to let the turn all the way out. As soon as you start foaming off the mouth. See, the thing is, they're going to lie about the bite. Everybody would lie. I would lie. I'm checking everybody's temperatures like it's COVID. (laughs) Because if you notice, that's what they start. They start sweating real hard, you know what I'm saying, after a while. And they're like, no, I'm fine. They mouth get all dry. No, I'm good. Eyes get all red and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's when it's getting late. That's when they, the hunger starts to creep on them and shit. Man, the second I see them, like, it's air conditioning here, bro. Why you hot? <laughs> Why you hot? I'm instantly up in the take strip right now. Show me that you ain't got a motherfucking bite on you. Prove it. Prove it right now. I'm like, hell, I'll start putting the gun at everybody. We can all get naked right now, damn it. <laughs> Show me that you ain't got a bite on you, goddammit. You have a nudist colony just so nobody hides bites? For real, for real, yes. Yes, yes. Get your temperature checked, get a whole screen on your body, and then get dressed. After that, like, it's a whole little process at the door. As soon as you come in, (laughs) as soon as you come in, (laughs) check that nigga's temperature. Check his temperature. Check his body for a bite. He all right? All right, cool. I apologize. Here, go take a shot. Here's a a complimentary uh, gun. You know what I'm saying? Go live in the, in the little bit of peace that we got, you know, and hopefully a giant zombie horde don't come through. So yeah. have you seen The Walking Dead at all? I've seen a little bit of it. I've, I'm not one of those, like, huge diehard fans. Like, uh, what was his name? Todd? The little Asian dude? Glenn? Glenn, yeah, Glenn, Glenn. Yeah. Like, when Glenn died and then came back and then died again, like, none of that affected me. I wasn't, like, a big, big fan. But I did watch it. It was a little long. I felt like they could have ended it off a little sooner. Oh, dude. I mean, but. I stopped around se- – whenever Negan came around, which I think mm. is season six, when Glenn mm-hmm. was – I mean, I hate to – I'm trying I, – I was going to be hesitant to spoil things. So It's too late now. It's too late now. If you ain't seen it, that, that's just like me trying to – you ever watch Shameless? Yeah. No, yeah, that, no, no, I haven't. Were you about to spoil something? Hell yeah. They, yeah, don't spoil it. Watch it. I will. Watch it. All I right. will. I won't spoil it. But this is the thing. The Walking Dead is a little bit easier to spoil just because it was a cultural phenomenon and mm-hmm. like in, in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of this stuff's already been spoiled for people who were following along. With right, it. right, like, right. Like, it, it, if you know anything about the show, then you probably know at some point mm-hmm. Glenn. Maybe. 
So I'm sorry if we just spoiled that for you, okay? That's the one spoiler we'll do without a warning. If you don't want to hear any more Walking Dead spoilers, skip like five minutes ahead because I am going to spoil some things. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I just know I was going to mention a couple of things. Because that's what kind of the topic of what we're talking about. That show kind of explores that Mm -hmm. that whole Mm -hmm. idea. It's like, first of all, your mentality has to shift. Like that's one thing that the show did well. And it went on too long, I agree. But up until where Negan comes around, maybe even if you could even say Jill when they get to the prison, they were doing it pretty well. They were doing it in a way where it was properly exploring the psyche of like how people would get worse and worse or at least accept more and more terrible things that they'd have to do. And one person they did it so well with is Rick. Like you can watch... Uh, there's there, there's definitely on YouTube, what do you call those when it's a montage of clips? Maybe it's just montage, but mm-hmm. they'll just grab a bunch of different clips throughout the series of him doing worse and worse things. And at the beginning of the show, he's not willing to kill anybody. Right, he's right, saying, right, we're not right, going right. to kill anybody. We're just going to do it this way. And then in the second season, you have that whole thing with the farm where they're keeping all the zombies inside of mm-hmm. uh, the farm. So mm-hmm. and, and they're doing it for the reason that we're talking about right. the opposite of that reason, I suppose. Right. Like, they don't understand the respect thing. They're looking at it like how I how I suppose they're looking at it. This would be the only way is, is like what you said. There's no doctor. But in their mind, they're going to find some doctor that's going to cure all mm-hmm. these people. So let's just keep them here, which is just Until a time Until then, right. Because you don't know. You don't know, for one. And then number two, how do you expect to keep this going for x amount of time exactly you know they're like, feeding them too like yeah like what do you like come on now like yeah. logically what what is the next step here like what if you finally you know get sick and die you know what i'm saying what if anything happens to you you know now they're just there what if they do break out you know what i'm saying can you honestly keep that under wraps it's not it's not that it's not that simple it's a very complicated situation and a lot of people you know can't handle it, you know. No. Be realistic. Be realistic. You can't, you know, you can't you can't be Superman in this situation. You gotta be, you know, give him a graceful bow out. Get that shit out there. I mean, get him out the way. That's how I feel. And there's nothing that'll change my mind. There's absolutely nothing. Even if, all right. So like, even if in a situation like what well, um, what's the movie? I am Legend. No. Well, wait. Is that it? Yeah. My bad. I'm getting iRobot mixed into it. Sorry. I am legend. They still had some sort of their psyche or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Because like when they came for him at the end, the girl was important to him, you know what I'm saying? So like it wasn't like okay, yeah, we've been hunting I am legend spoilers. <laughs> warning, warning. If you ain't seen I am legend, you just been sleeping on Will Smith. I don't give a damn about him slapping Chris Rock. If you ain't seen I am legend, you need to fucking see. You need to re- See the movie first and then read the book because if you read the book, you're going to be disappointed by the movie. See the movie first because it's a good movie. But the book is phenomenal. So watch the movie first so you'll be like, oh, that was a good movie. And then read the book and be like, oh, this is a great book. You have two good experiences, but do it in that order. Well, I will say about the film, too, it's directed very well. Like mm -hmm. the way that they really demonstrate this desolate New York. Like I don't think any other film's really done it like that. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, because it's just, it's empty. You can feel how dead it would be. Right, you can get the whole him tripping out with the mannequins and shit. Yeah. Oh, man, that was one of my favorite parts. That was one of my, when he's just like, say something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the ending, like, uh, and, and then I've heard recently there's they're going to do a sequel based on the alternate ending, yeah, the alternate which plays ending. into that even more, that mm-hmm. whole idea mm-hmm. of the zombies being able to be cured and having yeah. this consciousness. Yeah. Which is dope, which is they, they should they should have been dead that by now, to be honest with you. That was such a great idea. I was so happy that they 
had an alternate ending because I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? That was his whole point. Like, I can fix her, you know what I'm saying? And I I figured it out, but now y'all tripping. I can't do it right now, you know what I'm saying? So that was dope. That was dope. I love I love movies like that that have but see, that was the beauty the beauty of like DVDs and shit, you know what I'm saying? Because the movie that you would watch in the movie theaters would be this version. And then you could buy the, you know, the deluxe version with the hidden scenes and the alternate endings the and shit cut. like that. Director's cut, exactly. Now you just gotta be hopeful that they release it. Speaking of director's cut, did you watch uh Snyder's cut of DC? I I made an attempt. I did not successfully watch the full four hours. But I made it to the credits. There's a bunch of stuff in the middle I probably missed. But I did see a lot of the extra shit. So I say I'm probably like maybe like seventy three percent incompletion when it comes to like the total movie. Cause it was like I tuned out for a while. Cause it, it if they just released that originally, then yeah, I could have watched it. I could have watched it. Cause I would have been in tuning for it to watch the full movie. That's my whole point. Now I'm just trying to watch and see what's extra. You know what I'm saying? So I know what's gonna happen right now. What's a little extra pieces on that, you know. In the overall aspect, it was just a it was just a hard chore to do. I might try it another sometime in the future because I do want to complete it. But it was it was, that was a different vibe back then. So I, if you gonna have, if you ever gonna release a director's cut, and it's 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 good, do the director's cut first. You know what I'm saying? In reality, if we, if we love the love the shit, we don't care that as long. There's a reason they do it though. It's it's because you have to work with studios, and yeah. the studio forces you to not release the cut that yeah. you think is best, and so that's why you do it separately. Yeah. But I mean, that's the beauty of releasing it. I think the reason the Snyder cut came out is because it was such a different vision, mm-hmm. and that was the original vision. Right. So there was a whole story behind the Snyder Cut. Right. You don't really see a lot. You're right. I didn't think about that. And a lot of that does come with streaming and, you know, how do you add that? Ex- where's the Where's the bonus scenes? Mm-hmm. Where are those? Because mm-hmm. those were awesome on DVDs. Yeah. 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 Like, I love that. I love that where you're like, you go to the little other uh, little selection on the screen, and then you can see the the bloopers and all that shit. Like that was so fucking dope. That was so fucking dope. Uh, it's just different now. It I is guess. different now because I don't think you'll ever see extra scenes. Like one thing that tripped me out is when I watched Breaking Bad and I saw that they had fucking deleted scenes on YouTube. That blew yeah, my mind. Yeah, like what? Yeah, <laughs> and, and they were releasing them on AMC.com and then on the AMC YouTube channel, but they mm-hmm. get it. Like, that's what you do now. Yeah. You put it on YouTube. Yeah, like, you know, there's a lane for it. Make sure you're using the lane, but that's the thing. A lot of people aren't doing it, or there's so many people who's hand in the pocket that you got to go through this huge checklist. We even allowed to do the shit now. Well, that's, a, that's most of it. Because I'm sure if it that's was okay. pure artistic intention, just expressing yourself, right. then you'd see a whole lot more of no, content agreed. being released, agreed. especially surrounding uh, big brands <laughs> like big movies and shows. That's just like with the whole... Uh, uh, tell me you just as disappointed with Marvel's fumbles as I am. Oh, man, don't even get me started. Like, they started me off so fucking good. Like, mm-hmm. so fucking good. And now everybody done got their they, they money invested, and now you can need so much just to get a movie to drop. Like, god damn, yo. I just want the whole... Like, and I ain't gonna lie. Now, I, you can't fault them for certain shit happening. Like, you know, um, like, like Black Panther dying, dying or whatnot. That was just horrible. 
You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much of that story right. that just can't get told now. Like, I was so ready for him to have the whole situation when him and Storm got married and the X-Men and, and Wakanda was, like, at war for a second. Like, that was a great time to be in comics. And now, visually, I can't see it. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. We, can, we always got animation and shit, of course. But it was different when they was doing it good with live action. Like, they were doing great. And, you know... Tony Stark dying, that just pisses me off. Like, Well, I have to imagine some of that was just Robert Downey Jr. being of course. ready to... Yeah, of course. Yeah. Even, what's my man that plays Thor? Oh, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he's in the same situation now. He's like, I don't want that to be, you know, my artwork. That's what I'm mostly known for, being Thor. Like, I don't want that to be the thing, you know. And I can't blame him. I can't blame him. You, you know, they're actors. They, they look at it totally different like this is my life's work maybe that explains the odd setup of a female thor like they mm. barely tried setting her up at all there was mm. one scene that set up female thor in yeah. thor 4 that's the type yeah. of shit marvel will be on nowadays yeah and, and you know sometimes they get dropped with that shit they expect them well you know the money is coming in they're gonna be happy not necessarily like yeah all right i i, I make a, i got a lot of money and now i want to be doing other stuff like i like action movies i don't want to be the long-haired Asgardian god, and that's the only action movie I get because he been doing, like, a lot of um, SWAT, Navy, SEAL type of shit now or whatever, you know what I'm saying, where he's, like, you know, like how, like, Rambo was yeah, back in the 80s and 90s and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what he's doing, though, you know, going to a facility by myself, gunned up, knife up, take down a whole other thing, boom, 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 I come out with, a, like, a broken arm and a couple scratches. I'm all... I'm the hero, blah, 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 all that shit. And, you know, so I, I get it. You know, that's your portfolio. You want your shit to be how you want. You're the actor. You're the one doing all that stuff. But it sucks, man, because I've, I've grown a relationship with you motherfuckers. God damn it. You can't just be doing this to me, man. Like, like, well, you know, you know, how, like, you, like I don't give a damn. They're, even though there's a good, a bunch of good spinoffs they can do with Iron Man, it won't be the same for me. No. I don't give a fuck. It's not like it's not like Spider Man verse. You can't do that with them. I don't care about no other fucking versions. Captain America. Yeah. You know Same what I'm saying? Shit. Like oh. And I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm black. Like, don't get me wrong. It's cool that we got a black captain. No, it's not. No, it is not. No, it is not. And I'm mad that they made the fucking Falcon the the black Cap- Captain America. Come on now. No. Y'all could at least like souped them up or something first and then made that the reason why. Y'all just was like, because they was friends, I'm going to pass it on to you. How? Why? Why would you do that? He's never been that type of person to lead. And now you want to make him have this mental step and growth over time with what buildup? What buildup did he mentally become a leader? Like, he's always been the support character. That's what the fuck he is, a support character. He's not supposed to have been the one making the the harsh decisions he's supposed to have been the one delivering the work that came from the harsh decision of the leader that's supposed to be doing it man that shit just angers me a little bit I ain't gonna lie to it's just you, like bro. they didn't understand their own story that they set up oh, yeah, and they just flip man. it so this is the thing with marvel that you see more and more the later and later it goes on like for phase one through is it avengers end at the end of phase four correct i think so yeah so phase one through four Excellent storytelling. Mm. In matter of fact, there's barely any flaws in there. Like, it's, it's so dope. good it's until you get to the very end when they're mm-hmm. trying to wrap everything up. Because, they're yeah, there's a lot of conclusions in Endgame, but they're still thinking about how they're going to move all this forward. They're right. still doing all that. So that's why you get a lot of clunky things where it's not real conclusions. It's mm-hmm. like they passed the torch, but why? And, it's, and, and a lot of that is just because 
Like Breaking Bad, the reason that show is written so well, and the writers will talk about it. They're, they have a podcast where they just go through the whole process. That's one of those shows where it's like they had to plan that out from the start. But right. then you listen to the podcast, and you hear it. Like They are planning this shit out as they go. As they go. They have no idea. <laughs> but that was what worked about Marvel originally, one mm-hmm. through four, was that they knew they were going to Endgame. They kind of had a concept of where they were going. Right. And then they set all this stuff up organically. They did it as they went. Mm-hmm. It was It made sense. And then as you get to the end of phase four, now it's like they feel like they've established all this. They don't even have to try anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's no dots being... It's not... It, like, one thing that makes Breaking Bad work, too, Vince Gilligan will always say, he thinks as the characters would think in the sense that if someone did this, what would logically happen next? Mm-hmm. How would these people react? Which I think Marvel did for a long time. Mm-hmm. But then it became... Oh, well, I guess we just need to have a new Captain America, black Captain America. Hey, Falcon, that's it. And then they just throw those two pieces together. Yeah. And, somehow and that's how it looks, to like it was thrown together. And that's how a lot of the latest TV shows have worked out, like WandaVision and Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. That didn't even really make sense if you watch them back to back because Wanda shows up in Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. but somehow she's the antagonist all of a sudden where mm-hmm. if you just watch WandaVision, you just sympathized with her for like yeah. eight episodes. There was yeah. no heel flip. It just happens in one scene right. in Doctor There's, Strange. Y'all losing the buildup. Y'all losing, like it has to make sense. Like, don't get me wrong, I get what you're trying to say. The only problem is you didn't say it. Like, right, you there's didn't no say groundwork. They're not doing <laughs> like, what they're get, supposed to. Yeah, sure. It's now she's the antagonist. Is what it is. I get it. But how did you, you know, put that there? That there has to be a little bit more, you know. But th- that's the thing, dude. They just bank on fanfare now. They're not worried about right. actually good storytelling. And yeah. that's what fucking drives me nuts. Yeah. It's like it's almost like people lost the plot when they go to Marvel movies because you'll hear so many people just kind of passively say, oh, I was fine. Yeah, Do right, you, right. What? It, it was fine. Do you That's remember you what got. they used to be, though? They were so good back then, and yeah. they, now they're just fine. You know what You know what I like to think about Endgame? When Endgame, to me, was like Lil Wayne when he dropped um, um, No Ceilings. Ooh. You feel wow. Because, like, that was... In, Wayne had like a decade where he was smashing shit, smashing shit. People were afraid for him to do one of their songs because Wayne would make a song. He would redo your song so damn good that they would stop listening to your version, listen to his version more. That's what Wayne was doing. And when he did No Ceilings, that was like the peak of it. And he's like never gotten back up there again. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Legend status will always be, you know what I'm saying, he's, as far as I look at it, you know what I'm saying, over, you know, a good 15-year stretch, the best rapper alive, you know what I'm saying? He's um, inspired a lot. And he's inspired too fucking much, too fucking much, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we talking about just rapping, just that, definitely Wayne, definitely Lil Wayne, bro. And, like, you know, when it came to new, No Ceilings, that was his thing. Just like with Endgame, Endgame had so many good things about it, you know what I'm saying? But, like, now it's like, well, how can you top that? Especially now with how everything ended in Endgame. What's next? What? How can you do anything next? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I put a lot of bank like, all right, they're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out. And it's just looking like y'all just fumbling. Y'all just fumbling. Now y'all just going to juice out what y'all fucking can. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the actors are... They tired of it, you know what I'm saying? They want to move on to other stuff, and y'all didn't prepare for that ahead of time or whatnot. The only thing that I could say that they did decent was was with Spider-Man. Or I was whatever, about to you know say. what I'm saying? Spider-Man. That's yeah. that like okay, 
prime example. You see how they built built their relationship with Tony and Spider Man organically throughout both movies and shit. Then brought Spider Man over to the Avenger side. Boom, boom, boom. Had the whole little you know emotional death scene. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. That was beautiful. That was fucking beautiful, man. The way he died. And then they had, like, the explanation of why he died so slow or whatever versus everybody else. They just withered away. Like, his body was literally trying to counteract it because that's what his spidey sense does and shit. So it was fucked up. You know, that was fucking beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, he moves on. And then y'all still let him have scenes where he keeps the suit and shit. The Iron Man gave him and stuff. Perfect transition. Fucking perfect. And now you can do hits like the fucking Spideyverse where you got all the... I know it's so glad. They they did really good. They did feel... That's, I, I, as far as I give it to y'all, and don't like Disney own Spider-Man or some shit? I don't know. Because uh, there is the Venom stuff. I think it's Sony. Okay, 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 okay. So, you know, however that business worked, like, copy that blueprint and just start applying it to the other fucking characters, man, because, like... Some of the shit is just irking my goddamn nerves, bro. Like, and I don't know. I, I like, all right. And I'm gonna be honest with you. The way I felt about the Black Panther is because I was so stingy that I really wanted, not stingy, selfish. I was so selfish that I really wanted that. How I said, you know, the whole thing. I was, I was slightly okay with them recasting, even though you know, but only because that's what I want to see. I want to see that part. And I and I granted it's not gonna hit the same, you know what I'm saying? Because you know Chadwick Chadwick did his damn job. But I just don't think they would do that out of respect. Out of respect, right? Yeah. And then once you see number two, it's 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 obvious. It's obvious. And they did so good as paying homage to him, man. Like, like R.I.P. to a great man for real. Because, and that's what you want. You want the character to you want the actor, excuse me, the actor or actress to make you fall in love with the character. Like, you want them... You want them to do so good that you can't see them as another person. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's like how Like Iron Man, like Thor, like well, Spider-Man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, I don't care what Tom Holland does because he did the little... um, What's that movie he did? Well, it's a video game. Uncharted? Yeah. Or whatever. Good movie. You're Spider-Man. I'm sorry. You're still fucking Spider-Man, though. You know what I'm saying? The movie was good. I liked it. It was entertaining. You know what's crazy? It was funny. Yeah. So I saw Marky Mark in an interview, uh-huh. and he was talking about how they tried to make that movie 10 years ago, uh-huh. and it was supposed to be Marky Mark playing Nathan Drake, right, right someone right, else right. is the older guy, which yeah. would have made so made much so more much sense. more sense. So much more sense. But we have Spider-Man, and yeah. Spider-Man's got some, uh, he's got some pulling power, so that's a lot what happened. Of pulling yeah. power. Tom Holland's a very popular guy, so I give him that. I give him that. And... and so, oh, and I feel bad about saying this. So when they did the whole little, they finally did the little iconic three-point Spider-Man frame or whatever, the other dude, I don't even, like, I give him, like, last place always or whatever, only because he didn't impact it, Spider-Man with me like that. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, thank you. I always forget his name, and I'm sorry. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Damn, bro. I'm not sorry about Might it. Might as well write a diss track at this point. No, no, I don't, I don't dislike the dude at all. He just... It's, he's just not, you know, like Tom Holland, you know, his, the way he was Spider-Man, you know, I felt that. And, and the saying? same thing with Tobey Maguire. The they same both with, you know what I'm saying? Character. Like, I felt it. Like, I, I felt it with the other guy. I don't know. I just felt like he was too cool for the character, if that makes sense. Like, you got to know Peter Parker and his nerdiness, and you got to be the quirky, nerdy guy 
to be the cool Spider-Man guy. I don't you know even what I'm blame saying? him, like, though. I yeah, blame, I blame the him. studios for the style they chose for exactly. a Spider-Man movie. Exactly. He's a good actor. Exactly. Yeah. Like as, as far as his performance, yes. It's just, you know, that didn't mash up well to me. So well, those he, movies he didn't hit. land well for most people at all, anyway. At all. And I think that's why. Yeah. I think that's why. You know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know. Maybe it was a maybe it was a rush project. Maybe they just was trying to figure out somebody because they couldn't get Toby back for another one. I don't know, but he just didn't do it as well for me. So, but I did appreciate them doing all three and all this stuff. That together still held strong. That held beautiful, man. I remember um, seeing somebody recording the reaction in the movie theater to it on screen, and it was fucking. Biblical man, they was out there acting the ass, bro. Like everybody lost their mind. Like it's the same one when they did the um, this is more popular one, uh, Endgame, when um um Captain America picked up Monier, like in that moment, cause you don't see who did it, you just see the hammer. You see Thor fighting with his new hammer, finna get uh, uh killed by Thanos, and then out of nowhere, nowhere. His other hammer, bow, smacks him, and Thor didn't call for it or nothing. So they like somebody else did it. Somebody else did it, and then they hinted back uh, a bunch of movies ago when they all was Avengers like, too. "Yeah, there yeah, you go, there you go." They was all trying to pick up. They was, I just don't get how you can do it. And he was like, "You got to be worthy. You, y'all, none of y'all are worthy or whatever." So he's just laughing. Everybody's trying. Hulk is trying. Everybody's just can't do it. Fucking Iron Man done used all his damn gadgets and shit. Nothing let him use it. And then Captain America comes by and it wiggles a little bit. Yeah, it wiggles a little bit with the he's like, ah, can't do it. And, and Iron Man's like, because like, at first he's like, because he noticed nobody else noticed the wiggle. Not even Captain America noticed the fucking wiggle. He noticed the wiggle because Mjolnir does not move. Except unless he touches that bitch. It wiggles. He's like, yo. And then he struggles. He's like, oh, okay. Ha, 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 whatever. So for that moment, that was a beautiful buildup. Beautiful buildup for that moment. Bow. Smacks his ass. In the movie theater, they lost their minds, bro. Like, you could, you would have thought Michael Jackson came back from the dead and did the moonwalk across the motherfucking stage, bro. They went well, ape shit. That's not it, though. This is right after they had that big-ass moment mm-hmm. that also did this, t- played to the same effect. Yeah. Where, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Avengers Assemble. They mm-hmm. had Captain America finally say Avengers, Avengers Assemble. Assemble yeah. This is right after everybody comes through those goddamn yeah, them big portals. portals and shit. Yeah, like that's a fucking movie moment too. So we're all like gassed up from For that real. moment when we yeah, see man. Captain America. So that, yeah, that whole last action sequence definitely. does a lot right. Definitely, yeah. definitely, man. But I think Marvel's problem, it's like a gift and a curse because they mm-hmm. play too much into that Yeah. sometimes. Yep. Where it's like with the Spider-Man movie, for an example, I went and saw it with my mom, right? Mm-hmm. And my mom, she didn't see the... Amazing Spider-Man movies with right. Andrew Garfield. Matter of fact, a lot of people probably didn't. A lot of people probably saw the first ones mm-hmm. and then the newer ones. With Tom Holland, yep. I can't imagine that a lot of people saw Amazing Spider-Man just because mm-hmm. that was the problem with those movies. They just weren't that popular. Maybe mm-hmm. some people went back and watched it. But I just, I'm saying... Right, I can see that. I can definitely... Because even I've been tempted to do it because yeah. I saw him in the newer one. And I even though I knew he existed before, like I knew there were... Like I remember seeing like, you know... Com- not commercials, I really don't watch TV, like, but I remember seeing ads for them. So I'm like, okay, you know, I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to. It just, like I said, it didn't click for me. Right, click for me. right, right. And then right. when I saw Tom, it clicked for me. It clicked. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to check this little dude out. It made sense and shit. It just, it just fits better. It's like mm-hmm. a puzzle piece that actually fits. Right. But man. anyway, so the scene where it, it's they're fighting and they... Uh, 
spoiler for the next minute. So Gwen's gonna throw out <laughs> lots of spoilers in this podcast. Clearly, clearly. <laughs> so Gwen's uh, at least it's not like current stuff. God damn it, this has been said and done. Yeah, you can, get over it. All right, right. Go, go get out and watch right. movies. All for right, real. if you haven't seen the like every option so far has been stuff that's been said and done for at least a few years. If you haven't seen it now, as your fault. There's no guilt over here. At yeah, all. but don't spoil anything for me though. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I'm gonna send them a shame. <laughs> And it's I right, I'm, I'm just now finishing it myself. I'm in the last season of Sh- uh, Shameless myself, so. Okay. But, oh, so. oh, oh. So, okay, so what's happening? Yeah, My yeah. minute's about to expire. Gwen. So Gwen's falling, and she gets saved by the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man because mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield couldn't save, save her yep. in those movies. But it's like... My mom's not gonna understand that moment. That, yeah, at that, that all. hit right there, yo. At all. Like, that's so yep. fucking niche for. And I get the storytelling thing. It's mm-hmm. like they're you, trying to use everything. But I think at a certain point, you get into such a rabbit hole where it's like, it's like the whole um, scene with Captain America where you have. And this one was even in the trailer. I ain't spoiling shit. Where you have the X Men coming out mm-hmm. and it's like all these different X Men and you're seeing. All this and and it's it's the multiverse thing, but it's like they're playing into a future X Men thing in the middle of the Captain America movie, which doesn't mm-hmm. serve the narrative of At the all. Captain America right. movie, and it's right. only so. And then they have the whole scene afterwards, S words, just as a spoiler, where you got the girl murdering all those people mm-hmm. just so the fans can all go, ah, they just all got murdered. It doesn't mean anything though. There's, <laughs> you got the girl. You got the girl. <laughs> The Wanda. You got the Wanda. You got the Wanda. There you go. There you go. You got the girl. I know the girl. I know the girl. I just figured it had more effect if I say the girl murder. <laughs> so the girl just comes out and murders everybody. I ain't gonna lie. I hated that scene. That irked my nerves. That was so stupid. It's literally like, because you know how they be like, the biggest issue like in, okay, so the fourth barrier, how, you know, Deadpool breaks all of that or whatever, right? The third big, wall. Third wall, thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Third wall. So the issue with like how villains always fuck up is they gotta stop and explain what's going on. In reality, you could just boom, 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 problem solved. Let's move on to the next thing. You let you know, that's what's supposed to happen, quote unquote. That's literally what the fuck happened with Wanda. Like, Wanda, he can kill you just by saying your name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, click. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Oh, now what y'all gonna do? Like, I was so annoyed. I said, are you fucking serious? And you're supposed to be the smart one. You're literally supposed to be the smartest man on the fucking planet. That's in your bio. That's in your... <laughs> that's who you are. That's it's literally your that's superpower. Literally that, right. Yeah. And that's what the fuck happens. That's how she gets the one up on y'all when y'all ace in a hole. As soon as he talks, can murder. Like, that. how that goes. Like, and and what he said, too. Hold on. I want to tell you, I have a family. <laughs> what? That's what the smartest guy in the world would say? That's what you choose to say. No, I'm like, you know what? I'm not even mad. Kill them, Wanda. They all deserve to die. Like, kill them all. Please, Just that was so well, fucking And then dumb. what follows that is a chase that doesn't even make sense because Wanda doesn't have to chase anybody mm. with, with the same thing you just said. She could do everything she wants. Yeah. Why is she chasing anybody? It, at a certain point, none of it makes sense. Yep, the nope, more you think about nope, it, no, nope. I just like the fights in that one. The fights in that one was dope. Yes, or whatever. I, I they they did really good. Like, well, Doctor Strange is a favorite of mine just because of like the way he fights. I really like the way they did the fights in the first movie, especially, and also Hell the fight yeah. between him and Spider Man in that Spider Man yeah. movie. Hell yeah, bro! It was perfect. Like it was a good amount of comedy in it. And that's the thing when you can 
you know, stir a good amount of comedy in there, man. You know you got some gun good. <laughs> Sidetrack. I don't know if you ever like seen this or whatever, but I hate how people talk about they assume that Professor X can move stuff with his mind. That's not part of his powers. Like I thought it was. Nope, it's never been. It's never been. Like uh. he manipulates what you can what you are thinking. That's what he does. Like he never does that. Gene can move stuff like that, but he doesn't do that. Like that's not what he does. He can like he can control you to do some stuff you don't want to do. He can go into your brain and figure out your psyche and shit like that, but he does not the force is with you. Like that's not, <laughs> that's, that's not what he does. I don't, and only because when you was talking about you know how you saw everybody up there or whatever, and I was picturing that that whenever I see Professor X in my brain, that comes up where they be like, well, if he could do that, why well, he just won't make his legs move? Like first of all, that's stupid. Because why would I want to be exhausting my power every damn day, all damn day, walking myself around? Like I I ain't got my legs no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I do what I don't understand why he just don't have like robotic joints put on that's what i don't understand like if you got the money to fund all of this i'm pretty sure you could have did like some cybernetic shit with your spine you know what i'm saying so logically on that point I he's get, old school it doesn't hit as hard as a wheelchair facts 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 he probably been waiting to be able to do some shit like that anyway and plus his hovers <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, ain't got, I ain't got no wheels. maybe that's why people think he has that power because he's got a hovering wheelchair so mm, it looks like he's making right. it hover no, no he's rich that's what they <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's rich, rich, you guys. He's rich. That's a kick-ass power, though, to be able <laughs> no, to manipulate real. people's thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, if That's you, better than reading minds. If um, And he can do that. He can read your mind and all that shit. If you watch the very first one, when they, um, they're in a little meeting or whatever, and they're talking about the certain kind of mutants in the, the world, they're like, they're even ones that control our thoughts. And so they're talking about Professor X. Like, they was literally going down a thing of his powers like and neither one of them and i think that's called uh, um i think that's telekinesis if i'm the moving shit i believe don't, don't quote me you're right is it okay cool 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 yeah he's not telekinetic like that's not his thing that's not that's gene's thing that's why but you know it's all mental he's a master like the mental thing that's why he's like the one that should be training all these motherfuckers because all of it is you know mental and reality when it comes to your powers and shit yeah you could just put the right thoughts in their brains or the wrong ones. Yeah. Damn. So, well, I'm just saying, if you had to train people, like, it wouldn't even be training. You just you know, send hey, the thoughts over. You know, <laughs> it's crazy, right? Have anybody seen, like, a warped world where he was the evil guy? No, I don't think so. They've done Superman plenty right. of times that over, way. They've done that too no. damn much. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm so far, I'm, Bizarro's not even bizarre anymore. Did you see The Boys? I love The Boys. You do? So, okay, I have some problems with that show. What? I haven't been able to air them out publicly, so I'm very happy that I have a fan of the boys. I on love here. the boys, man. What stresses me out about it is I feel like it's just too much like gore porn uh-huh. and not enough good storytelling, if yeah. that makes any sense. Like a lot of the time, it's just they'll just fucking. Like the way they started the newest season where uh, you see Homelander murder somebody pretty uh-huh. quickly yeah. with, the, with the clap thing on yeah. the head. It's just like. Okay, but was that really necessary? And that's what a lot of yeah. the show See, is. So, but that's the problem. That's why it works because the thing that everybody builds up when it comes to heroes is they have the self control. You don't have to worry about them ever losing control because that's them. They have the self control. And, like, in reality, 
No, the fuck you don't. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, the whole thing with, like, um, dang, what's the speed dude name? A-Train. A-Train, thank you. Him running through that person and then acting like nothing happened, that's the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you imagine? All right, like, you yourself, Oh, I right? like the first season quite a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, like, imagine, like, your regular day, right? And you've had some bad days where you weren't on your shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, certain shit was fucking up, and you probably, like, thought back at it at the end of the day, like, I could have done this and avoided this and made this better or whatever. Now, Matt, I put superpowers into it and then put the weight of being a hero on top of that. Your bad days can lead to some real deal fuck-ups. And then you're still supposed to keep it under control. Keep it cool. Now, imagine if the person that is the advocate of keeping it cool, the face. That's one thing I always tell people about, I'd rather be rich than famous. Because if you're a face of something, you have to live up to other people's standards. Well, the whole show, I've heard, is an allegory for celebrities. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that. Because, like, I, I, I feel bad for celebrities simply because you're not allowed to be human. You have to be what this fan believes you are at all times because the second you act how any normal fucking person would in certain situations, next thing you know, you're canceled or you, you know, you're feeding all this unnecessary backlash because you was having a bad fucking day and you didn't want a camera jammed in your fucking face. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the reality of it. Now, imagine you knowing at any moment I could literally squish. Every last one of you motherfuckers. Having that reality. Like, all right, if you're the only person, you're the only human being on this world, and everybody else is the size of ants, can you imagine being careful every single fucking day, and then you finally lose it? It's going to be overkill all the time, because why? Why do I got to be careful now? Y'all done seen the worst of me? Too bad. So, you know what? Because... All right. With all that being said, if Mike Tyson wasn't a boxer, he'd probably be a murderer. Do you feel me? Exactly. Exactly, bro. If Mike Tyson didn't have that outlet as a boxer, he could have been easily a fucking maniac and just went through beating the shit out of people. And what was you going to do? What the fuck were you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the reality of it. So if you have Homelander in this same situation, you know how many times he probably thought about just twisting this person's head off you know what I'm saying because I can I know I can like just like you know you can open that damn bottle of gummies right there physically it has not a problem with you Mm -hmm. the reality of a situation for Homelander I could take your head in your toes and do like this I can do that and I gotta refrain from doing it because you're a human being and I I have an image to pick up live up to that I don't even like I don't even like so that's why I I actually like the over amount of unnecessary killing and gore because that's the reality of it. Like, you don't think about how an ant looked at you when you squished another ant. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's how a superhero would look at humans as ants. Because, like, what's the fucking um, incredible? No. Invincible. That's what it is. Um, I didn't see this film, but I know. It's who, the show. It's, oh, the show. show. I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things. Watch it. It's, yeah. literally, it's, the animated, it's basically the animated version of that. It's that it's um, the dude... I'm not gonna say too much, but the dude. You can lay out the premise for sure. Okay, so it's um, so versus where Homelander was like created and shit. The, the dude in Invincible is like Superman or whatever. He comes from a different planet of motherfuckers just like him or whatever. Comes to America and is protecting America or whatever. And then shit happens. He ends up having a son. He ends up having a son whose powers haven't developed yet. He's like 16 and he's like. 
you know, it should have happened already. You know, if it's not going to happen now, you probably just didn't get it. You probably got more of your mom in you than me or whatever. And then it happens late. It, happen, it does happen, but it happens late and shit. And now he wants to be a superhero just like his dad. And then he ends up seeing the real world of being a superhero. And his dad's true colors come out. And I'm going to leave it at that. But watch Invincible, bro. Watch Invincible. That shit is fire. They finally got the okay for the uh, second and third season. I'm excited about that as well. That show's been out for a little while, right? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those where, like, you know, you've just been waiting. I just see. Just waiting and waiting. Just like we was a bleach for forever. So this is my thing with the boys done, is I just feel like there's a better way. Because I completely agree with that premise. Mm. And if anything, I think that could even explain the violence. Mm-hmm. But there's just certain storytelling rules that they break yeah. that, that ah, okay. So this is one thing that if a show does this, I immediately can't trust the show anymore. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of season two, they have a moment where Homelander breaks, mm-hmm. and then he commits an atrocity. Right. And do you know the moment I'm talking about? Yeah. And then immediately it cuts to him back in the real world, and he right. didn't actually do it. But it's like, you you just broke my trust, because the show never did that up till that point. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for it, because mm-hmm. I, I could tell it was one of those shows that might mm-hmm. do this. And then when it happened... Now, now, if I ever see Homeland or do anything like that again, I have to wait and see. I can't have that shock in the real time. I can't be like, oh, just like I was when I saw it. Like when I saw Homeland do that, when I saw him actually do that on mm-hmm. camera, I was like, oh, they're really going there. Mm-hmm. Like because it was the end of season two, it made sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're really going there, and then they weren't going there. But it, they wanted me to think they were going there for thirty seconds for the shock value of it. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah, that's yeah. what a lot of the gore feels like it feels like more shock value than a representation of just what's happening right, i, I right, see right, i right, totally right. hear what you where you're coming from though mm. i just the show kind of i feel like there's they could tell that story so well it's such a good concept mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i bet invincible does it great because i haven't heard anything bad about that it's yeah. actually kind of hard to find criticism of the boys which is surprising to me it's a very well loved it's a loved show yeah 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 i um so the thing with like invincible is like Versus, okay, so with the boys, there's a whole team behind the the shroud over everybody's eyes. Right, right, and it's, there's the whole corporate aspect Yeah, of it exactly, you know what I'm saying? So that's where, like, the bullshit issue comes in, you know what I'm saying? Because ultimately, you know what I'm saying, it's somebody's ideal. That's what they're, that's the whole thing that they're preaching, you know what I'm saying? So I can feel you on, you know, why, oh, well, he just did this. Why didn't everybody immediately, you know what I'm saying, Boom, boom, boom. Now, how, how, how is he back in everybody's good graces you know, with that? You know what I'm saying? Well, and the show does get a little bit more. Uh, it tilts in more of a direction the further on it goes, too, mm-hmm. with, like, mm-hmm. the whole thoughts behind the show coming yeah, yeah, out yeah, more yeah, and yeah. more. Like, what are they trying to say? Right. Whereas they, they, it's best if they're neutral. Versus Invincible, it's just one person. Right. It's just literally one person that has the whole huge secret. And then there's, like an individual that has a theory but nothing to go on and they're trying to figure it out type shit you know what i'm saying that one little hurt that doesn't quit motherfucking character or whatever it's always some type of rugged detective individual type shit but um so that's where like it differs with that in, in the Invincible because once once the shit is pulled over you when the 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 shroud is lifted in invincible all that makes sense because a lot of it at first you're just like what the fuck you know what I'm saying? Like, there is, like, the shock value is there, and then there's just confusion as because, like, versus, like, okay, 
with the boys, you just find out, oh, Homelander is really, he's lying. He's a dick in real life. You know what I'm saying? That's just what that is. The other one, there is no explanation. He's apparently still the good guy, so what the fuck happened? You know what I'm saying? So everybody's looking at it like, well, clearly you got, you know, somebody did some type of brainwashing or something like that, which happens. Which That's the normal thing you want to do, especially if you got a group of superheroes, the strongest motherfucker find a way to immensely control that motherfucker and then turn him against him. Boom. That's a normal thing. So, you know, and that was the thing for the longest until, you know, the real agenda was revealed and you're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And even it even explains the snap because, like, versus, like I said, with Homelander, it's a corporate thing. A bunch of people motherfucking, well, the people that's supposed to know, know. And, you know, if you're a lackey, you don't know, even though you're a part of it. Versus this, it's just one person that has all of that weight on their shoulders, and you can only put up a facade for so fucking long before you finally be like, "All right, goddamn it, I'm tired. Everybody die now, okay? Boom. We just gonna erase this and then start over because this is frustrating now and whatnot. So that's what I love on both though. I lo- and then was it the boys has a um, they have a um, they got an animated spinoff. And it's about the it's about the villains or whatever. Okay. And it's on it's on Amazon too. What's it called? I'm trying to fucking remember. I, I didn't remember. know it existed. Yeah, and it's dope. It's dope. It's from the um it starts off from the perspective of this thief. He getting out of prison type shit. And um they're in the same world with Homelander and all of that stuff. And it's dope as hell because they end up actually there's actually there was actually another hero power wise that was I'm going to say he's on par completely with Homelander, but he's in that area or whatnot. He was, like, incredibly destructive. And I can't remember what his fucking power was, but he had, like, a bunch of different ones. And that was the problem with his with his thing. Like, each day he had, it was a different thing. And so you didn't know what to expect from him or whatever. But they all were, like, you know, some overpowered shit or whatnot. But it was literally from the villain's aspect, and it was dope. Them trying to do a job, they end up, seeing you know the fucked up shit that the heroes is actually doing type stuff and it was funny it was funny it was really funny a bunch of gore all that shit of course you can only imagine how far they can take it on an animation level when it comes to that shit so yeah but it's on um it's on amazon all three all three invincible's on amazon and shit so i didn't know invincible was on amazon yes yep 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 I, that's where i watched my, I, and it was like i watched the boys first i believe and then it was like, you know, because you watch this, you might like Invincible or whatever. Because I got like anime in my, my search box too. So it popped up and I'm like, hell yeah. Their bro. suggestions actually work. Netflix is just fucking. Netflix's suggestions don't even ever it's make like, sense. It's like hit or miss, hit yeah. or miss, hit or miss. It's we got, always We got so me. much shit, but you're one of these. And that's the thing. I, it's crazy, right? So I actually be finding some, gold, some, some gems on Netflix from time to time. Well, that's my thing, though. Like, I be. It's a gift and a curse in my house too. Like, with my kids. And their moms, they'll just be like, you pick something. You always pick something good. So now I just got this, like, oh, I can't slip. I can't mess up. And luckily, luckily, like, it'll it, it take me, like, 20 minutes. But I always find, like, a good-ass movie that get everybody attention and we all be in and we watch it to completion. So, you know, I, 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 I every once in a while, Netflix do hit. But I do be finding some good ones on, like, probably like HBO. I think I get the most ones out of HBO. 
That makes sense. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that their selection is nice, and they got so many good shows. I want to. They got I want to watch Succession, show. bro. I started Succession. Succession is fire. I'm still in the first season, but Succession is fire. It just as we record this, because it's going to come out in a couple months or so. Mm-hmm. Succession just ended. Yep. I know that. Yep. But yep. it's yep. It, yeah, it's one of those shows that everybody brings up when they're talking about. You know, um, another good one, um, Banshee. Oh, I don't know that one. Banshee. What yeah. channel? What what you, what network? What HBO. streaming service? HBO. HBO? Yep. 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 What's, what is it? So it's about this. Um, it's about an, a thief, ironically, and uh, he just gets out of fifteen year bid, and he's what is he? He's trying to find his girl. That's who he did the job with, or whatever, right? He um that got him arrested and shit. She had the diamonds from the job, and he was trying to find her. He she ends up in some county down south or whatever but this county's called banshee or whatever so that's the place that he ends up going to find her and um she has a whole fucking new life got married got a um she got a 15 year old daughter and like a eight-year-old kid or some shit like that he like six in that age from like six to eight and um he when he sees her He's doing the math like she looks about fifteen. He ends up confronting her finally or whatever, and she's like, "He's she's thirteen because if she was fifteen, that meant that that's his daughter or whatnot." So like he figures all that out because she was fifteen and shit, and he ends up um the would be sheriff of the town. Gonna got to be sworn in and all that shit, right? So he has his sheriff badge and everything. He comes into town. They're all at a bar. So the would be sheriff, the thief dude. They're both at at this bar. They're talking or whatever with the bar owner or whatever. This uh, big black guy named Sugar. They talking and shit, and then these dudes come in to try to rob the place. And the sheriff, since, you know, literally tomorrow I'm going to be the sheriff here or whatever, he's trying to stop him or whatever. Now, they got they, they, they all got their guns pulled on one another and shit. Now, the thief dude, he's just trying to, like, you know, de-escalate the situation. He's like, hey, look, how about this? He asks Sugar, like, what's in the um, the, the, the drawer right now? Like, what, what would they get you for? He tell him how much is in there, and he was like, all right, look, let them take the money. I'm going to buy enough liquor to clear him out, and then, I mean, to get him back right, and then some. So, you know, no harm, no foul. Let's just all go home. You know what I'm saying? Like, this could end bad. Like, they got you outgunned. And he like, think about it. He's gonna be you're gonna kill the sheriff, you're gonna kill the sheriff. So even if you get away, like you fucked regardless. Like, let's not do it. The the niggas that was finna rob was actually finna, you know, put their guns down. The other the sheriff though, he's like, nah, fuck it. He shoots first and they end up killing the sheriff. The sheriff ended up getting killed. One of the dudes ends up getting killed and um well no, he ends up the sheriff ends up like injuring the dude, but he don't die. The thief dude ends up killing both of them, though. He ends up killing both of them and takes the sheriff's identity. So he goes in because nobody knows what he looks like. The only person that knows what he looks like is Sugar. And Sugar just watched all this happen. So Sugar helps him get rid of the bodies and shit. He goes, gets sworn in. He has his Undercover boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. He ends up becoming the sheriff and shit. And then now he's, like, trying to... um, 
get his get the diamonds back from his, the girl. That was his whole point. That he didn't want the diamonds back or whatever. Because like, I did fifteen years for you, bitch. Give me my just give me my cut or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's his whole point. If you want to check it out, I ain't gonna say no more further than that. But it's 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 dope as hell. The reason, ironically, I seen it on um Facebook originally, and the scene I seen on Facebook, I still haven't even ran into it. Oh really? I'm in the second season now, and I don't even think I'm nowhere near it. I mean, because you can tell like when it's like production quality, how like shit started to get you know better or whatever. And the first season don't look as clear as the one I looked at when I watched it on Facebook. Oh, I see. And then because now the second one definitely looks better. You can tell like all right, they did de- decent. Let's let's upgrade some equipment type shit. You can tell or whatever. So I'm like, damn. But it's a go- it's a dope story. I ain't gonna lie, it's a dope story. Banshee is definitely one on HBO Max show. I would check out. And um, it's this other one that is new though. Uh, the weekend is in it. I don't know about that. Yeah, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't think of the. It's something. It's the something. I forgot what it is though. But the dude, the weekend is. I don't know if he's like a drug dealer or what. But his hair is like combed to the back, and it's wild. He was like. He was some freaky shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Was it them that did the Fifty Cent show? Say it again. I know Fifty Cent just did a stars. show. Oh wait, oh, that wait, was wait. Stars. Wait, hold on. What you mean by just did a show? I don't know. I just know he had a show that he wrote, and there was two seasons. I think I thought that was HBO, but it might be Stars, like you said. Okay, yeah. So mainly, majority of his stuff has been uh, Stars, but I do remember reading about something about him doing something recent or whatever with a different company. But majority of his show has been through Stars because you know he did Power, right? Or whatnot. Power, then Power Book Two, and then. Um, Rise of Canaan and uh, Force. Force is the one I like the most. That's the one with Tommy in it and shit or whatnot. Which one had the Kendrick cameo? That's the one I was thinking of. Uh, Where Kendrick plays a crackhead. It's that. I just had a friend show me this. That's the only I reason say, I know anything about it. I want to say Force. Okay. I feel like Force. Uh, that might. That sounds right. I feel like Force because I'm. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I think so. I think that was the one. I think that was the one. Yeah, he do. He does. He play crackhead or whatever. And I did see it. I want to say force. I want to say force. Well, if Kendrick was in it, that has to be the one because there was only Kendrick barely even does. Yeah, no, it was it was just that one show. I just trying to remember which because I don't I don't think it, it couldn't have been Power Book Two because that made no sense and it wasn't in the past because that's the thing. It might have been. It could have been in the past. It was probably force. I think so, you're uh, right. Right. I th- I'm, I'm I'm banking with force. But if it was in the past, and I mean it was on Rise of Canaan, but I'm pretty sure it was forced though, when he went to because uh, Tommy goes to fucking Chicago and shit, and he's fucking up everything there, and that shit's amazing, bro. That shit's amazing. That's my favorite fucking one out of all of them. Force is that one. Force is definitely that one. For real, for real. hell, I want to go. Um, go. I gotta go back. I'm going. Shit, it's crazy. When are you moving to Chicago? Uh, less than a week from now. Less than a week. I'm going. I'm gonna be in Chicago on the fifth. From the fifth to the ninth, I'm gonna hit you up next month. Uh, next month, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, that's great because I've been telling everybody who comes through on here, like I'd love to have you back on the show. Plan a trip out to Chicago. We can hang out for a day. We can film an episode. This and yeah. that. It'll give you a reason to go. You're yeah. already coming. Yeah, I'm already going. I'm, <laughs> yeah, uh, man. It's my um my my daughter's birthday is the ninth, and um. So, like, with my kids and their birthdays, we always do something really big. Except for, like, the little, little ones or whatever. The most we'll do is probably, like, um, a hotel resort type shit. That's the most. Oh, we'll you don't do. know where you're staying yet? No, I know exactly where we're staying. We're going to the, the Great Wolf. So, my, my little ones is, what, 
four and six or whatnot. My middle, my middle kids and my oldest kids, they all get like you know we go to a different state or bare minimum we go to a different city and you know do some shit for like two days. Like just last June, yeah. So just last month in May. We went to, um, it's this big-ass house that I ran out there in Ohio, in uh, West Salem. We went there, we, had, we went out there, it's a three-story house, um, pool and all that stuff. I had it probably like four or five days. And then we also went to, um, what is that damn, um, Kalahari. Ooh, where's that? Kalahari. Kalahari is like an hour away. I just can't remember what city it is or whatever, but it's an hour away Sounds from. like Japanese food. Yeah. Well, no, it's, um, it's, a, it's like a splash village, but bigger. Okay. That's what it is. It's a splash village for bigger. They 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 dope though. They dope though. Nice little slides and all that stuff. I would like. I would say, Kalahari is probably more adult friendly because they got like a lot of options for like you know adults and shit there, or whatnot. But um, the Great Wolf Lodge is just like that. Um, it's really big. I've heard a lot about it. So we're gonna we got like two days we're gonna be there, and then I got like two more days where we're gonna be. I'm probably just gonna get another hotel somewhere. That's the only part I haven't figured out where I'm going to get the hotel at. Oh, you want to do that soon? The prices get higher and higher. Yeah, I already got it mapped out. But I already got um, myself situated with the Great Lodge or whatnot. And because the other, the, other, the other two days we're going to do, like we got a day specific for sightseeing and shit. And then we got a day where we're going to do rock climbing and this fucking virtual reality thing and some shopping or whatnot. So um, we can definitely squeeze in some time or whatever. You can tell you definitely tag along with the family and shit or whatever. But um, so yeah, I'm gonna hit you up on that. Matter of fact, I probably hit you up the day that I leave because I'm I'm thinking we we was gonna take the train down there, but we gonna drive or whatnot. So yeah. why are you not taking the train? Only because we haven't done that with the. So I've only taken a train like once in life. So I don't know the what the train ride is gonna be like. And I want to do that by myself first before I have all my kids with me because I got six kids. It ain't shit. You know, it wasn't. See that? This was, you got this the six kids part. I know, but I'm just saying I, that's, that's how I part. always go. Yeah. It'd be probably be easier because then you don't have to wrangle six, six kids in a car. They're well, all see, on the train. That's, that's the thing, though. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. It's so when I, when I when I say like the prices of the six kids or whatever, it's all right. So let's say our train is boarding. Whatever, okay. Right. And then this kid is got the headphones on. And this kid just has overactive imagination. So this kid, I'm like, all right, move out, let's go. You know what I'm saying? That's two kids that's are distracted or whatever. My brain is gonna be focused on the four that moved with me, and I'm assuming all six has moved or whatever, right? Now I'm I'm always looking over my shoulder and so whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Trauma is real. So once I hoard off the first four, I realize a smaller one and a middle one aren't paying attention. So now I have to pause, grab these six or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Then, because like I'm, I have to accommodate for other time frames. I'm me driving, it's all my time frame. I'm the literally the dictator of how soon we get there. So, you know, I can get in the car, buckle all. Though those four, and then go back and get those other two, and not worried about the car pulling off and leaving. I think if you, you know spoke with a sheep herder, he could help you out, right? No, see, I, I, I am a sheep herder. It's, 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 it's not. It's a, they just get harder to deal with as they get older, right? Well, and when they the small, more and more they get sucked into their own thing. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. That's the problem because 
you, it don't it don't fucking matter how good it is. They you, you know how good those noise canceling headphones are. The motherfuckers work. Yeah, <laughs> they, they fucking work, bro. Like they, bro. It's, I can tell you so many situations where I'm like, I'm screaming like, hey, and I'm then I gotta get, wrap up what I'm doing, get up, move, go to the area. I'm like, hey, why are you not responding? I need your, I require your assistance. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I have my headphones in. And I'm like, damn. And I only think I, I can't knock you for it because. I got a pair too. I'm in the gym with the exact same fucking pair, so I know for a fact you didn't hear shit that I just said because I'm zoned out lifting weights, doing the exact same thing. So I'm like, damn. All right. So I want to play with it as far as like you know time frames and you know what I'm saying what if it just happened to be busy, the time frame that I get it. You know what I'm saying. So it's just more of a a comforting thing or whatever. Like I wouldn't take my first flight with the kids if I haven't already flown. I got you. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I've flown. Quite a few times now So I'm comfortable Because I know how shit works Boom I know what to be prepared for I know the time frames Or whatnot. That's just my only My only thing Only because it's Their first time Doing that And I've only done it Once myself Once I got more accustomed to it I just know what to prepare for What to look for Little shit like that It's different when I'm by myself When I'm by myself You know I can wing it a lot more Because I know I can move fast when necessary I can slow down when necessary You know what I'm saying I know how to Boom 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 You know mentally You know Play the shit out, and when you doing it for yourself, and then six underdeveloped motherfuckers that's on their own little thing, it's it's different. It's certain little variables you gotta check off ahead of time, and I I just don't want to have to do last minute stuff when it comes to like all six of them, versus like this. All right, I gotta pee right now. I'm like, all right, I can't be like, okay, let me get them situated, and then we'll find the bathroom on the train, cause you know. I got to pee right now. It's just, you know, it's it's different. It's different versus, you know, we in the car. All right, fine, cool. We was at the gas station any damn way. Let's go back in the gas station. Hey, don't pull off. You know what I'm saying? Because right. <laughs> I teach my two oldest how to drive or whatnot, you know, so it's always a little joke between me and them. Like, hey, don't pull off in my car and crash, bro. That's not cool. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Even though I know they're not because, you know, they they scared. They, we haven't even got to the point where they on fucking residential street shit. So, you know, but that's just one of the things that, you know, I'm just that's why I'm just going to do it. Right then, um, versus like you know, it's easier for me to extend a time frame on a rental, a car rental, yeah. Versus you know, like oh damn, now I gotta get tickets for tomorrow just in case y'all want to stay for extra day, little shit like. Oh that, no, you know that's easy too. You just call them. Yeah. You just call. You just call and say, hey, can as long as the other train's not full, you say, hey, I'm gonna need to move these tickets over right, a day, right, and right, they'll right, accommodate. Right. Okay, so this is what I was going to say, mm-hmm. is from my experience with the train compared, I mean, I have never flown, mm-hmm. but my mom's flown, and she's taken the train with me, and to her, it's absurd how easy it is to ride the train compared mm-hmm. to a plane. Like, mm-hmm. all it is is being there on time, that's it. Yeah, right, right, being right, there right, on right. time, getting on, and then getting off. You don't even, they don't even look at your ticket until you're already moving. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. How I how loose I the that. train is. I noticed that. That's, you know, that's weird. That's always been a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it always, always been a thing. I mean, this is what frustrates me about it is that America doesn't focus on locomotive travel more because mm-hmm. that's the best they way to go to, to Chicago for they me. Used to. That was the thing at one point in time. Yeah. That and, was our bread and butter. And there's people who are super into it and you can find them on they have social media accounts and they'll yeah. tell you all about how it used to be and how things are now. And there's and, and in other countries they really you know, do it well. Like quiet the, is as kept. Those, say again. That's a quiet is kept. That's a dope date. Like there, there's some nice train rides where the scene, like the scenic route, is amazing. And if you can find one that's long enough, so they like 
they serve dinner and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a dope date. If you like, if if you know somebody that is into that type of thing or whatever, especially if you got, if you do it like during like the winter time, you know what I'm saying? Where it looks real beautiful, or if depending on the route during the summer, you may get like some great lake views and shit like that. So if you ever want to, you know, step outside the box, I'm trying to like. I guarantee you most girls ain't been taken on a train ride as far as a date, you know what I'm saying? Like that you know, that that's when it comes to being um unique. That's one of my things I like doing. That's one of my things I like doing. Train ride? No, I just um in general <laughs> when it comes to like dating, when it comes to dating, that's one of my I like to do different kind of dates that you ain't just been like used to, you know what I'm saying? Like right. I tell a girl like, All right, dress warm and then like, why? I'm like, Oh, 'cause we're going it's this mountain trail we finna go at. I got this whole little thing set up. Type well, shit, girls you know always say they want to go on adventures. Yeah, they you know always what I'm say that. But yeah. most most people just don't know how to go on adventures. Right, right. Definitely no. Hey, look, do not take none of this advice and get you a, and you go, y'all go out there without like bug repelling or stupid something like that. <laughs> and it's a horrible experience. And be like, well, look, I was listening to this podcast and Kane told me I should do this, that, and the third. Listen. Yes, you should, but make sure you check your damn list off. Be logical in this type of stuff. Make sure you got canteens and water and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, know the layouts of the place you're gonna go. Go, th- go there by yourself first. Listen, folks, you can't just climb Mount. Everest. Yeah, do not just be climbing. Thank you. Don't just go climb Mount Everest and be like, I thought this was a good idea. <laughs> There's consequences. There's consequences. There's dire consequences in reality. So get it together, people. Get but it together. can be fun. It could definitely, definitely be fun. And and that's the stuff you don't forget, too. It's the For stuff real. that you really go out of your way to do. You know, and it's crazy because that's one of the reasons why, like, a lot of my trips, I shoot a lot of my music videos at or whatnot. And those be one of the, the funnest part about it is because, like, I'm literally taking in content, taking in content. Like, when I um when I first went to Tennessee, went to uh, Gatlinburg, which I got to come I got to get back there soon. I was supposed to go there in July. But be- the amount of people that was supposed to go with me decreased, and I didn't want to spend that amount of money for just me and my family or whatever. I'm like, so we ended up decided to do Chicago different, only because it's a first for the kids or whatnot, and I do want them to see more of the world or whatnot. We can always double back somewhere, but if this is a first for them, that's going to definitely take priority. But everywhere I go, I always try to shoot a video. I'm mad when I went to Vegas, I didn't get to shoot one there. Oh. It's a good spot. Vegas too. was so fun, man. Oh yeah. my god, I went skydiving. Really? Yes, bro. It was beautiful. It was. And look, and I'm 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 scared of heights. That's part of the reason why I did it. It's because I'm scared of heights. And yeah, I, I got to a point in life where like, so I where were we at? I think where we're um. I was with my, I was with like two of my kids. The screen did something. Oh, that's all right. Continue. Okay. I was with like two of my kids, and we were walking up somewhere, and it was like I want to say we was walking up a bridge, and I looked down and I got nervous, and in my brain I'm always, you know, I hope for the best, but I prepare for the worst. That's how I literally live my life every day. So in my brain, I'm like, dang, what if somebody tried to like rob me or do something to me right now? While I'm in this state, I probably wouldn't be able to defend the kids in my best of my ability because I'm nervous because how high up I am. I'm like, I can't keep letting this, you know, be an issue with me. So I started doing more and more things like roller coasters and shit like that. Like I, I, I probably won't ever do bungee jumping. I just don't trust the cord. But and I, which makes no sense, right? So you trust the parachute over the cord? Yeah, yeah, I do. Only Would because you do hang gliding. 
Oh, somebody asked me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. That makes me nervous more Maybe. than parachute. I don't know. It's right, because it's other little stuff. Like like with the bungee jumping. All right. So let's say the cord don't break. But let's say I bounce up really high and smack my fucking brain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just hanging there. <laughs> you know? Like, versus with the parachute, if the parachute don't work, that's the only thing that scares you. If it don't fucking work, because I swear, like, when you fall in, it's different, bro. It's different. Because you're just this little thing in the air. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're just this little thing in the air. Like, you just be in there. You just be in the air. It's like like right now, as you're just sitting there. That's what it's like, just windy. Right. It's just windy. It's just really fucking windy. And once you get past the fact that it's windy, I don't know, like, how it affects other people. But when I'm in that moment, when I was in that moment, the only thing I could think to my, the only thing I could hear in my brain was, like, look out, see the fucking world. Because even as I'm looking at it and I'm seeing, like, this glorious mountain range, that's all I could think about was like, this is beautiful. I got to see more of the world. Like, there's other places like this that's even more beautiful, you know what I'm saying, that have just sights to see. Like, I have to see it. I have to see it. And that's all I was, like, when I landed down, my body still felt like I was in the air. It was funny. But when I landed down, that's all I could think about. Like, like I have to explore the rest of the world. So this is why I want to be in Chicago rather than Flint. This is one thing that strikes me so much when I'm there. And I think that Flint just doesn't offer that type of feeling. Mm. You don't get that when you're around here. You don't get this sense of, wow, I'm experiencing all this all this different stuff in right. the world. It's this not makes like me it want to experience I agree. more. I you just don't feel like you're getting that much. Yeah, Flint used to be like that. Once upon a time ago, Flint used to be one. Flint used to be an attraction city. We just missed all the good shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it was before our time. It was way before our time. Yeah, and that's so gay because I hate, I hate this hear hear it from the older folks, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that sounds great, man." I have horrible thoughts about that area. Like, yeah, it wasn't like that back in my day, man. We used to have parties at two, three in the morning, man. Like, you know, like it was like a lot of stuff. Going. I remember being a kid about this. My my sister went to this fair one the last time it was here, or oh, whatnot. But it, it was like not like a moving fair or whatever. It was downtown and was there and they just operated it seasonal or whatever. And I remember her telling me about this ride and my mom didn't let me go. She let my sister go but didn't let me go. And I was like, Whatever, I'll go next year type shit and then it closed down. And that was the last time it was ever and it was I was so just annoyed because as I got older and I jumped off the porch and started being in the streets a lot more. It, I, you know, it was a lot of that feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, there ain't nothing fun here, you know what I'm saying? The, hell, the only time I was having fun was when I was out of town with some females, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keyword, out of town. So I feel you. And, and I, I got love for Flint, don't get me wrong. I love Flint. I love Flint. And it's sad because it, like you, like we said, we just missed the glory parts of it. Like, it's so much and history when you have here, that, bro. that type of feeling when right. you're above vegas and you're looking at that mm-hmm. it just it's like an epiphany moment like oh right. my god there's so much beyond right. my hometown there's right. so much beyond that and yeah there's history here but it's like there's history everywhere yeah man and 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 i just think flint gave me this false sense of of like reality because mm-hmm. i go to chicago and i see so much shit and you could live somewhere like that and see new shit every day and mm-hmm. never see enough of it just yeah. in that one location yeah and that feeds into that feeling for me of like That's the how, discovery. It, we, Flint is so small. People yeah. do not understand this. Flint is small. 
like compared to other places in the world, we are tiny, you guys. And there's so many different cultures and things that like you like like living like you can live in Chicago. And let's say you never like leave Chicago or whatever, versus somebody that never leaves Flint. The stuff you're gonna see in Chicago is that much more because of how diverse the city's way bigger. <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> like, come to you and you're there. Yeah, people like 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 I just said I'm going to Chicago next month. I'm doing that because I know the attractions there. You know what I'm saying? It's a and it's, it's an attraction city. There's so much to do. You know what I'm saying? Like same thing with hell. Um 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 Gatlinburg, like in Tennessee, like I was just saying. Like that's not even like the big names when it comes to Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's it's an attraction. They have things going on there. There's diverse things going on. Like the best thing that we got going on right now. And I like it because I, I see the movement. That, like, our downtown is coming back alive. You know what I'm saying? We have. And that's because, you know, at some point in time, people wanted to make it a college town, that whole area. And it's working out. It's working out. You do see certain stuff. Like, I want to say the, what's it called? The Glizzy Fest? Yeah. The Glizzy Fest been pretty nice over the last few years. There's been you know a few of them. There's more than Glizzy. There's a Drop Fest, Glizzy yeah, Fest. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they've been, oh, what's it? Uh, There's a new one coming beers. up. Beats and Beers. Yeah, yeah that's like, another one. Yeah, they've been doing good. They've been doing really, really good. And I would love to see how what that's going to be like. Antidote like, Fest. That one just yeah, came out. Yeah, yeah, Antidote Fest. Shout out to Nige. Um, So I, I like where it's going. I definitely like where it's going. Me, myself, I'm like, I, I you know, shit, I moved out to Davis and I don't even live in Flint. I'm, the only time I'm in Flint is when I'm um, doing like music, for real, for real. But um, I would love to see what that's going to be like, you know, in the next five years. In that, long as it goes on that path, but I mean, definitely go out and see the world. That's been the idea of this show. Is is and every in the interview stuff that I've done, I've been trying to like put Flint on in a way that because I think all we can do is lead by example, and exactly. I think that there's just not enough of that energy where it's mm. like. We're highlighting one another, and we're working together, and we're trying right. to build each other up. That's the way we actually yeah. push on as a culture, and that's why these events are so great is because it's bringing people together in reality. We're actually right. going out, and we're having a good time, and yeah, it brings yeah, Flint yeah. together and creates yeah. a community. But we have to do it for ourselves. Like That's why I like Lansing so much. Because they do that well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember I went to um, – I had a show, me and my boy uh, Kilo – Shout out Kilo. Kilo, if, if you... Kilo Kane? Yeah, get back in the studio, man. Get back in the studio, bro. You're getting on my damn nerves. Re re record and then drop. Don't just record. Kilo has a mountain of music that he just doesn't re release because, I don't know, maybe it's one of those Napoleon things we was talking about earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the, fan, the people watching just don't know. Yeah, they don't, don't know, know that Insider, Napoleon Insider. complex like we do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I have a friend... Uh, friend of the podcast, Rocco Tesla. That uh -huh. man, he shows me mixtapes. Every time I see him, he'll show me a brand new tape. I'm like, dude, like, no one's hearing any of this. Drop right, something, man. Yeah, I beg him. Yeah. I, I beg him. I'm like, dude, no, please. Right. And like, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm guilty of it a little bit. I've gotten more consistent this year or whatnot. Like, I got another song that's going to drop um, like in two days and whatnot. And then I got another video to one of my songs that just dropped a week ago or whatnot. That's finna drop soon too. So I've definitely got more consistent or whatnot. But I'm persistent, I prefer to say that term. But um yeah, so we was uh we was we had a show out in Lansing and it was called it was like the chicken wing fest or something like that. It was something chicken. It was something chicken. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> 
<laughs> and he was like, I don't know, bro. It's the show, man. We opened it up because uh, we was opening it up for, um, I want to say, was it Vezo, I believe? Yeah, 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 from right. Because it was two. It was two different ones we went to. We were opening up for the Red Hot Chili Wings. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. But, um, yeah, so, you know, and it was just to see, like, the demographic, you know what I'm saying, the different faces and whatnot, like, just so many different colors and cultures, and and they all came, you know, because of music, you know what I'm saying, and the way that they they do it. Like, I don't, I've had some great times out in Lansing, you know what I'm saying, I performed a couple times out there, especially at the, um, the Max Bar, if I'm right, I can't remember the address, but it's the Max Bar, or whatnot, and, like, hell, I, that's where I start, sold some of my first pieces of merch at, or whatnot is in Lansing or whatever. And the way they, you know, do they still when it come to music is good. And Flint is definitely coming a long way. Like, so kudos to you guys. I think it's an energy city. that's in the air. Like, mm-hmm. it's something that you feel when you're in a place like that even. Yeah, like, yeah. the fact that they're interested in the music is just part of the culture. Where right. I think that's kind of why Flint is in this weird, dormant state or at least it has been, is, like, there wasn't enough. Like, if you do a show in Flint, you might get some people out, but you're not going to get people fucking going crazy. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, unless you're in a rock band. Like, as a rapper, mm-hmm. unless it's a bunch of your buddies, it's really hard to get strangers to turn up at a show. It's, right, 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 it's right, right, right. so difficult. We're talking level, you have to be a level 100 rapper. In yeah, like, you got to have a name, you got to have a name, you know, you got to have a name, and then... For strangers, let me, yeah, let yeah. me be clear. Yeah, for strangers. Because you can for bring strangers. your friends, and your friends will have a good time. I'm yeah. talking to people you people don't that know. People that you don't know, they heard you perform the first time and then they got you know they wanted to get active with you because and the of, difference is in Lansing that yeah. is exactly what you experienced yeah. I can tell in Chicago that's what I'll yeah, like it's people like that are real. into the culture because they came out for that they yes. came out for that literally that's what not they came for their out buddy for. who is the third yeah, rapper you know what I'm saying yeah. and right and now that your friend gone they done, done they, they finna leave now you wanna leave low key that's how that's that's what happens in Flint a lot or whatnot. And you it's know, just a different energy. that's why I like I like what I was saying like with like the Glizzy Fest, they did really good with that. You know what I'm saying? Like people came, they stayed the whole night. You know what I'm saying? They the attractions was well. You know what I'm saying? The the vendors was popping. You know, they had places like Slice of Flint out there. You know, like it was they've been doing really good. Like so, keep it up, keep it definitely up. Cause like hell, my first time getting like a room full of people to clap for me was definitely in Lansing. You know what I'm saying? So and. The Max Bar is not that big. Max Bar is not that big. It is a it is a small venue, but it was packed. It was packed, and that was the the best part about it. You know what I'm saying? Was it was genuine interactions. You know what I'm saying? People wanted to take pictures. I signed three autographs that night. I sold like four shirts. It was it was dope. It was it was a great experience, especially if you know what I'm saying you new to the the scene or whatever. Or even if it's like. You're not new to making music, but performing. Because people think just because you can make music, then you can perform. That's a different beast on its own. Because, A, it get hot up there. It get hot up there on that stage. I'm trying to tell you, you know what I'm saying? You want to stay hydrated. I made a mistake. I would get, I would, back when I would drink, I, uh, I, I have a shot before I perform. Hell no. I did that probably like twice. And I'm like, never again, never again. Because, like, bro. Being able to, to having to project yourself like you don't remember how how much wind you had when you was in the studio making these songs. <laughs> so when you on stage with it, you got to put in the fact you moving. You got to put in the fact that you hot. You interacting with the crowd and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you gonna 
it's going <gasps> a couple times. You know what I'm saying? And you got to do it right. You can't just die on stage. You know what I'm saying? The show must go on. I'll never forget one time I got up. This is before like uh, meditation and all this like newer ways of uh, of bettering yourself came mm-hmm. around. So this was probably 2012. Okay. And uh, that's an exaggeration. 2015. So okay. I'm, I'm performing and I get off the stage and I'm very energetic on stage, like to the point where it's kind of amazing I don't just fall over and pass right, right, right. I get into it, right? And I remember a guy came up to me. He said, how do you keep your, how, how do you hold your breath for that long? Like, how do you do that? And I said, dude, ancient breathing techniques. <laughs> <laughs> made shit up. <laughs> ancient breathing techniques. But for real, that is why I like to do cardio and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, it is th- now, True. and my and my older, more mature self realizes there are breathing techniques that you can use that yeah. will help you before you go on stage. And, no exaggeration. Yeah, so that stuff is real, and it's just very. Uh, it's it's one of those things where if you like you said, it's different than just performing because mm-hmm. if you haven't been on a stage, that's just for one, it's everything you just described in terms of endurance. Mm-hmm. But for another thing. You are guiding a room. You're right. I, you're in charge. Right. That's, so that's it, a whole different are thing the too. Center of attention. Yeah. Well, and and that goes for like when I was the singer of a band. That was a whole different feeling too. Because now it's not only am I the center of attention. These guys are relying on me. Like yeah. everybody's looking at the singer. Yeah. So you have to play off of everything and really tie that whole thing together if exactly. you're the singer of a band. Exactly. It's it, stage performance is nothing like what you think it is if you are just a fan member. Like you don't realize a fan member, a band member. <laughs> if you're a fan, if you don't realize <laughs> that was an interesting yeah, that one. Happened. That happened. Yeah, uh, fans, man. Like I feel like, or, or even supporters. Like if mm-hmm. you're just if you're not someone who's into the culture of it and you're not right. into the the nook and crannies and the way that the gears turn you wouldn't realize how much goes into just man how much water should i bring on stage exactly there's thoughts like that it's like i better remember the set list because if that next song starts too early i have no idea what the fuck like you have to some songs start right off rip yeah you have to get your set right right you have that end flow of the set that's and that's where rehearsal comes in you know what i'm saying some people don't even take that in account and be like oh i know my song yeah but have you rehearsed it to a set because, you know, depending on how you do your set, like, you may only have a certain amount of time in between from this song starts to this song. What if you got two different vibes and you need to calm yourself down before you go into this? Or you need to hype yourself up before you go into this? Like, it's a lot of different variables people don't pay attention to or just think about in general. What I've realized is, like, some songs that work well off stage don't work well on stage, or at least mm-hmm. not in certain contexts. Like, especially yeah. for me at a random Flint club, for me to do my weirder, more abstract stuff, or for me to do like a slower song, that's going to be way harder to sell yeah, than if I just definitely. do that high energy rap. Definitely, thing. definitely, definitely. I had, um, and it's crazy because I've been dipping more into, um, like, so I've, I've been developing what I like to call smooth talking or whatnot. And um, if you like listen to like people like Larry June, you know what I'm saying? It's more of a vibe in that that aspect. So it will be di- more difficult for... Because, like, okay, a lot, certain songs is a song you want to sit back and listen to. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that, like, you would be... I'm going to go out to go, you know what I'm saying, listen to this song. Some Certain songs are meant to be, like, emotional vibes or things of that nature, you know what I'm saying? So, like, like you would say... All right, hypothetically speaking, let's say one of your more weirder songs hits hard after you done smoked. You know what I'm saying? Like after you, 
you done came home, closed the door behind you, turned your speaker up, you know what I'm saying, and vibed out. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you, that's where those hit. That's where those hit the hardest at. Versus in a club or you going out, you, you're not trying to, you know, be in your brain about shit. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to live in the moment, be happy, be excited. You know what I'm saying? That's where you want to, want to, that's what the whole point of going out for. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody that goes out just to be, in a mental cage still, you're missing the point. You're missing the point here. Yeah, it's like those comedians that don't tell jokes. What's happening here? You know, you know, yeah, I feel that a little bit. I feel that a little bit. Like, I understand that if you got a gimmick, but at some point in time, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I better laugh. I, I better fucking well, laugh. Something just me. tells st- sad stories. Like, they just fucking preach and shit. Yeah, it's like, weird. right. See, you got to remember, it got to be funny. Like, I get, like, you know, the truth is funny, but it has to be funny. Because if you're not delivering well, all you just told me was that you had a horrible childhood. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's all, when, I, like that's you all said, I got people for. are going because they want to get released. Yeah, they yeah, want to see get something released, like that. You know? yeah. so, so it's And that's one thing about being a, a comedian that is difficult. Because you got to know your audience. You know what I'm saying? You got to know your audience. You got to know how to project that well. Um, and open mics are completely different than doing your own audience. Exactly, exactly. Open mics, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what this select audience is, you know, what they like or dislike. Versus your own audience, they're coming to see your style of funny. Right. They get your style of funny. You know what I'm saying? That's their part of their release. Like it's this guy, um, he has like a Muslim name. I forgot his name. Um, but hilarious. So, dude, you ever um heard the little audio skit? Um, 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 Mexicans got on boots. It's not as easy. I'm sorry, is it? Oh, I don't think that's what it is. But uh, so the skit Mexican Mexicans got on boots. This dude is talking about. So when I first first ever seen him, somebody had like an animation video for it already. So I'm watching the animation video with the original audio, of course. And this dude's in prison, and this dude run by like, Mexicans got on boots, Mex- Mexicans got on boots. And then this other dude said, Mexicans got on boots. Oh, shit, he takes the fuck off. And he's like, what the fuck does that mean? Mexicans got on boots. What's that supposed to mean? So every time he walking up to somebody, like, hey, I heard Mexicans got on boots. What's, what's up? They're like, oh, hell no. And everybody like taking off. He's like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, he's like, and I'm talking to this OG. Like, what is Mexicans got on boots? And he like, oh, the only it's gonna be that means it's gonna be a riot. He was like, how the fuck you got? It's gonna be a riot from Mexicans got on boots. He was like, it's the thing that the Mexicans do. You know what I'm saying? They got these steel toed boots on. He was like, um, he was like, so what's wrong with them wearing steel toed boots? He was like, cause they don't wear steel toed boots. They wear, I forgot the name of the shoe. He was like, cause they they like to play handball and they that's like play handball in. But if you see them got on boots. They finna, they finna, they finna right. So what that means is they're gonna stab you and then stump the shit out of you because that's what they got the boots on for. And he was like, "Oh my God, what should I, what I'm supposed to do?" So he tell him, "You need to get you a knife." He was like, "Where I get a knife?" And he go see a nigga named Cece. He was like, and then he leaves. He's like, "But I gotta go because Mexicans got on boots or whatever." So he leaves. And he was like, "Damn, I forgot to ask him where Cece is." So now I'm just walking around the fucking compound like Cece, Cece, Mexicans got on boots, Cece. Somebody in like you, you I heard you looking for CC or whatever. They point him to CC and shit. CC show him how to get. Uh, tell him, all right, I got you a knife. I, I can get you a knife with you on. Boom, 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 or whatever. He tell him he's like, look, Messing's got on boots. I'm just trying to protect myself or whatever. And then he was like, all right, come back to me at such and such time. I got you. So he paid him, you know, some cigarettes or whatever. And he was like, all right, I'm gonna be back. He come back. 
He like, I sold your knife. He was like, how the fuck you sell my knife, CC? What I'm supposed to do? Long story short or whatever, he ends up getting stabbed and stumped out by the Mexicans or whatnot. But um, his whole projection and how he did it or whatever was funny. Even off, like, from the voices and the changes and shit like that, he knew how to sell that prison experience. Mind you, that's what he's telling. Like, yeah, well, I went to prison for, I think he went to prison, like, I think it was like six years, six to eight years, some shit like that, or whatnot. And, you know, he was able to, you know, now you got somebody that is probably somebody in the audience that has been in prison or at least been locked up, you know what I'm saying? And they can relate. And the fact that, now I've been in jail before, but I've never been in prison. I can relate to the ideal of, you know what I'm saying, having to frantically walk, <laughs> walk around looking for a nigga named Cece to get a knife to protect your ass from a riot because Mexicans got on boots. The delivery made sense. A lot of times, if just because you thought that punch right there was going to be funny, another person was like, what's funny about child abandonment? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, right. like, what do you mean? Because oh, well, no, my mom left me at the store. All right, well, make that funny then. Make that part funny. You got to know how to do that. Well, the and best comedians do it the best. Then that's what makes them the best. Yeah. That shit is not easy. You cannot get up there and just, because what they're going to do, they're going to stare at you. They're going to stare at you and blink. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm not here to do nothing but laugh. So if I'm not laughing, now I'm annoyed. So here's one of my favorite examples of this. Yeah. It's a genius joke. And um, shout out Mark Normand. He's okay. a recent comedian. Like uh, He's been doing it for uh, over a decade now, right. but he's really been popping off lately. Right. Got that Joe Rogan bump as it goes for most of those comedians, right? Mm-hmm. It's how that's really how the co- comedy industry works. Like once you're on Joe Rogan, your numbers <laughs> go way up. <laughs> it's one of my career goals just to get that Joe Rogan bump. Ah, yeah, okay. okay. I imagine it like snorting coke when I say it that way. My Joe Rogan bump. I assume. I assume. <laughs> I assume. I'm Nobody's gonna say nothing, but yeah, I assume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, like how I look at it. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny that you say that. By the way. Uh, I do give off cokehead vibes a little bit. I know I do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've gotten that before. Damn, okay. (laughs) If that's what you're getting at, because I've heard it. I've heard it. But uh, let's just. It's out now. It's out now. (laughs) It's out now, folks. Listen, I know I'm that kind of guy. So. Uh, uh, where was I? Where was I? Oh, Mark Norman. So the great joke, the joke, the beautiful joke. Uh, It. He says. Man, uh, so, so I'm not. I'm, I'm going. I'm trying. Going to do my best not to butcher it. I'm going to do my best to hit every spot that he hits because this is what makes the joke. You have to set it up right. Right. So he's on stage and he's like, "Man, pedophiles. That's so crazy. I mean, think about how close we all were. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were all attracted to little girls once. I mean, when I was ten, I liked a good old glass of apple juice and a ten-year-old girl. Now I'm thirty and I like a thirty-year-old woman." And I still drink apple juice. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, that's yeah, such yeah. a hard topic to yeah, even make exactly, a joke about. Exactly, exactly. That remind me of this one. The oh, I forgot because his terms were correct, but he was so he was like, so the problem with pedophilia is explaining the differences of it because if you go to explain it. You sound like a pedophile. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, he caught my attention. I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hearing him out. And then he's like, so if you was to tell, if I was, if you was to say, 
well, he he or she got arrested for having sexual relations with, um, okay, so don't quote me on the exact ages or whatever, but he does explain the differences or whatnot because there's technically different names, but that's what he was getting at or whatever. But as the breakdown goes, he sounds like a pedophile. That's what the joke that's is. That's the joke. Like that's the, the joke. more and more he explains, so the he's worse like, he sounds just like he set up in the premise. Yeah, so yeah. he's like, so technically, he, so he's like, hypothetically speaking, right? He or she went to uh, went to jail for having sexual relations with a fifteen year old, and you call them that. Now, me saying they're not a pedophile, I sound like a pedophile because you automatically think I'm with it. But no, in reality, there is the I can't remember the names. That's my problem. But xenophile, uh, yeah, a xenophile or whatever. You know, what I'm saying like there's the ones that are attracted to this age group. A pedophile is attracted to this age group. So if I got that know, right, I look like a pedophile. If I just right, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Cause I don't even know, but I feel like that's one. And but he did break it down to the age group or whatever. Like that's what there are. We just we just, we just like generalized pedophile for all of them. So technically, I'm saying, well, you know, technically he's not a pedophile. Oh, what the fuck is that supposed to fucking mean? You know what I'm saying? So his whole breakdown was fucking hilarious, and I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Because what, but what even people, though I understand what you just said, yeah, you still sound like a pedophile. yeah. And what so people don't realize about comedians and about what doing that is yeah. like you are doing Jedi mind tricks. Yes, like not, yes, you're thinking beyond the thought. You're thinking how are people going to respond and what's mm-hmm. the best way to play on their response. And that's why people work out bits at yeah, open mics because yeah. maybe they didn't respond the best way the first time, but once you've ironed that bit out yeah, over those yeah, four or five yeah, times yeah. now it's now perfect. you can make it make sense a little bit better and you know shit like that happens but yeah that's how it be that's yeah. the that's that's, that's the why i love funny comedy fucked up part about comedy though that's, I, that's the, why i love it i don't i don't even think it's <laughs> fucked up i think it's beautiful i think it demonstrates no not fucked up isn't a bad thing as in like like all right like if you see a little kid get kicked that's fucked up yeah. but that's funny you know yeah. What I'm yeah 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 okay <laughs> exactly. i see what you're saying yeah 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 well, that's, that's the fucked up funny that's part that's what i was gonna get at <laughs> yeah. is the fact that we can Look at those fucked up things and uh-huh. put light, shed light on them, and, right. and and not just mope about everything. Like that's what comedy represents: is right. the fact that we can just laugh at the things that are silly. Yeah. We don't have to worry about shit. Like comedy is a beautiful thing because of that. And when people get worried about what you can and can't say surrounding comedy, it just that's a pointless conversation because you're you're losing what comedy is. Exactly. You you're gonna miss so many good jokes if you don't say those jokes. Yeah. Like yeah. comedy is exploration. And look, and that's the thing where you know if you miss you can you can miss hard you can miss hard <laughs> yeah oh dude you miss and you sound like a pedophile and the joke you miss, didn't even land like so you really pedophile. sound like one you know what i'm saying you you, <laughs> you miss you you sound like a bigot you sound like an alien individual you know you you can get beat the fuck up if you miss the wrong way like <laughs> okay so that's why like i have such a respect for the greats that can do it because man it is it's not easy. No, not so easy, there's bro. this. Here's another example I saw Mark Norman talk about in a podcast. Is he was saying that he used to, he had this bit that he had just made up where it's like, um, man, you know what would really solve racism if we just had the courts just appoint a black guy to a white guy just like to hang out with them, just so mm-hmm. you know they could get better. We could call it a service brother. Right. <laughs> but then his black friend told him, "Oh man, I don't know, service brother that." has a little bit of a mm-hmm, bad mm-hmm. leaves a bad taste in your mouth if you were black you might understand that was what his friend says 
So the joke landed, but not perfectly. So then he switches it over to service honky and just makes it the white guy. Mm-hmm. That's which. So you can still make that joke work. Yeah. And also, I think Service Brother, it just worked on you, so yeah. it's, it might right, work. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's the it's the crowd. It's the crowd. And that's another thing it about is. knowing your crowd. Yeah, because if you had an all black room, that might not work out. Right, so well. right, right. Now, if I'm in there, like, well, you know, I gotta fuck this here. I would have cracked the fuck up. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a Service Brother, then. Not like that. Not like that. <laughs> See, and that's even a better you way to even, even sell it, it. Like, no, I didn't mean it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> throw the egg on your face. You know what I'm saying? To even, you know, that that's helps. a great suggestion. That works. That right. works in a lot of situ- situations. It's um, be the butt of the joke. Yeah, like what's this dude? It's just, I forgot his name, but he has a. Um, what is it? Um, he has a Twitch. I'm trying to remember. Is it? Um, what's that? He's not on YouTube, is he? Probably. What's that fucking? Um, I don't want to call it a disease, but... Uh, Asperger's. What? Maybe. I don't know. A Tourette's? There's Tourette's, a, a yes, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard of Asperger's before? Nah. Sounds funny when you hear it that way, right? Yeah. Unless it's what? real. <laughs> it's real. A-S-P-E-R-G-E-R-S. Yeah, I, like, no, I heard Asperger's. I know you did. I said, yo, what the fuck? Is <laughs> no. Asperger's. Like, was that just like an exercise? Is this a segue? Help? I thought it was like exercise helping you remember or some shit. Like, you ever heard, like, sorry, about like, bite your tongue or whatever. Yeah. It's really to make you just pause and think. That's what that makes it do. <laughs> but that's not like, yeah, well, yeah. So Tourette's, anyway. So I don't remember if he has Tourette's or not, but he has a Twitch. And it's funny as shit, though, because it like... It's all over and shit or whatever, right? And he was saying like, oh, somebody was like, you um, oh, you wanna you wanna go out? And he was like, oh, no, thank you. I like, but because he's like, he's a tall kind of nerdy guy with glasses or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Disheveled hair, and he has his twitch. And he was like, regardless of what it seems, I, I actually do pretty good in the dating market. You know what I'm saying? All while you know doing this twitch or whatever. And then he's like, you gotta think about it. I got a built-in vibrating feature. It kind of speaks for itself. And everybody cracks the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, ah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. He is he is genuinely pretty fucking funny, though. Um, I, I wish I could remember his name. But he does play a little too much on his um. No, I know exactly what you're saying because that's what that's the line that gets me with people with disabilities that make mm-hmm. it their their bit as right. a stand up. Like, yeah, you should play into that a little, but right. at a certain point, you have to also it's, be it's, funnier with something else. Yeah, yeah, like you shouldn't go for the equality pick. You should go for like I'm just funny. Like, don't mm-hmm. have people laugh just because you have a disability. Right. Don't right. always play into that. Definitely. Just use that as a part of your yeah. thing. Because yeah. if Every you once if you, in a while swing it in there, sure, but yeah, you know, definitely. You don't want to be a character actor. Exactly. That's how I look at exactly. it. Like, if you I really agree. want to have diversity yeah. as a yeah. comedian, Definitely. you wouldn't play into that bit so much. And I've seen multiple mm-hmm. people go on stage and they'll have, like, a Twitch or they'll have something like that. And they'll make a joke and it's a viral clip. But mm-hmm. then you look into more of their content and you realize, like, oh, oh that's, that was it. That they was, realize that they could cash on that. that that's that's kind of... But it goes into what I was saying about shining light on something, <laughs> too, right? It does yeah. shine light on that. And and those people and and that's a beautiful thing about comedy too is it you you're you're laughing at the fact that this guy has a twitch mm-hmm. he's letting you yeah you right. can't do that you, know, <laughs> you can't you laugh know, at him in any other that's, context that's the dope part about it too because you was gonna laugh in your own little you know and now it it creates a platform where you're open to be a, a jerk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how, that's how they're going to paint you. for Like, if he was just walking down the street and you laughed at him just for walking or whatever, 
oh, you're a jerk, you're insensitive, blah, blah, boom. But if he's on stage cracking jokes himself, oh, okay, we're all in it, so it's okay. You know, I always think B-Rabbit at the end of 8 Mile. Yeah, yeah, Every time yeah. that someone gets to those insecurities before someone else can. That's like the <laughs> fundamental example I got as Facts. a kid. You Facts. always get your insecurities out before yep. they can. Because then what, what they got to say, the same thing you just said? They're about to choke. They're about to choke on stage. You know what I'm saying? Because now you, you took the credibility away from them. Literally got ahead of it uh, immediately, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, I feel it. I definitely feel it. I definitely feel it a lot, bro. <laughs> well, listen, man, we got about just like five, ten more minutes here. So yes, if you want to yes, touch yes, on sir. your music, I feel like we should do it. So let's say like what you've been working on lately. Keep in mind this podcast comes out a couple months from now. So like yes, sir, you may yes, have sir. dropped more music by the time. Definitely will. Definitely will. Definitely so will. tell them about um, uh, like I, I mentioned earlier, whatever I have been releasing a lot more frequently or whatnot. So that's pretty much what you're gonna get from me. Um, I got a song called Vent. All my music is um, that I'm gonna mention is is releases on all streaming platforms. So if you Spotify, Apple Music, you still buying stuff off iTunes, it's all there. But um, my song Vent, I really like that. Uh, I went a little more personal. Or whatnot, like I mentioned my kids, I mentioned, you know what I'm saying, just like, just some stuff I've been going through as of late, or whatnot. My, the video is on YouTube for it, I have a whole little, uh, it's basically me going to see my therapist. And, um, yeah, so I get a little personal, whatever, like I said, check it out. My uh, current video that I just dropped is called Doing Too Much. Doing Too Much is more of a... It's a running gun kind of thing or whatnot. I shot it out in Novi. It's more of a bragging type of thing or whatnot, you know, doing too much, hence the name of the song. I got another song called Smooth Talk, and I handed a little bit, a little bit towards that. That's just more of the style that I've been adapting lately or whatnot. You know, it's punchlines, metaphors, but just in a, like, you know, a more soft and spoken way. You know what I'm saying? I'm not all screaming in the mic or being all hyped. It's, it's, it's real kickback, real smooth, real P-type, you dig? Um, I got another track called Big Step Daddy I'm releasing soon or whatnot. So out of all the music, this is the one that's not on streaming platforms yet, but it will be uh, dropping in a couple of days. Um, I got a crazy video coming out for that. The ones that know my music, know my videos, you know, I always got to have some type of concept, some type of movie theme that I got going on. This next one's going to be Baby Boy. I can't wait for y'all to see what I do with that one or whatnot. Um, I'm always shooting. I'm always recording. I just did a song with um, Cameron Tyler or whatnot. We got a joint called um, in and out coming out. I can't wait for that to be, you know, in y'all faces because I got a crazy little idea for that. Um, still working with people I've been working with. Shout out Crispy Life Kid. Shout out YSR Grams. Uh, shout out, shout out my boy Bam. Bam been doing so much lately, yo. Bam been doing so much lately. He deserve every little bit that is coming to him. Man, when I tell you, well, as far as even, Bam on the beat, yes, Bam on the beat. That's the only Bam I know. But um, Bam on the beat or whatnot. That's that's him on all his socials or whatnot. Tap in if you ain't got to be from Bam. You on trap. They on trapping up. And if you ain't got to be from my boy Juice, you don't get no hoes. That's how I feel about it. Juice got so many melodies when it comes down to the smooth shit. You know what I'm saying? He really been working on my vibe lately. Um, I got stuff with uh, my baby Joy. Shout out to Joy. I got stuff with my boy Dream. I still need to get finished or whatnot. I got a bunch of content dropping real soon. You definitely going to hear about it. Um, my IG is K-A-N-E underscore D-A-G-R-8 
or whatnot. And you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lead this. I'm gonna end this the way we were beginning. You know, what I'm saying daring to be good is good, but we there to be great. You dig? And I guess that's a message they could take home with them, because that's what I was about to ask you. Like, can yes, you give sir. anything to them? And that's what yes, it is. Sir. Dare to be great, people. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's literally like you know, you know how they say the sky's the limit and all that jazz. Well, I'd be like, you know, well, you know, shoot for the stars, because even if you don't hit the stars, you you know, you're probably gonna land on a meteor or somewhere. And the last time I checked, it's a lot higher than the sky. So you know, yeah, you know, that's that's the point. That's the point. Even if you even if you think you can't do it, there's nothing wrong with, you know what I'm saying, shooting it with your best attempts or whatnot. Because, you know, you know, there's people that's been, that had dreams of being a boxer and realized that they were better at being the manager of the boxer. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they're still in the element of the business. It's just a different side of the business. You know, you can get that successful lifestyle that you want by daring to be great, regardless of what it is or what you're trying to do. Shoot your best shots at it, and then you know wherever you fall, pick the pieces up, and then you know keep going from there. I promise you, it's it's meant to be for for you in one way or another. You just got to figure that out. And I, the last thing you're gonna do is you know figuring out being stagnant. So you know, dare to be great, people. Dare to be great. Dare to be great. Be unrealistic. I posted on Facebook this morning something about dreams. Yeah. And it hit me as soon as I woke up and I had to write it down. I had to put it somewhere because it's right. beautiful. Right. What I said was that one day we must wake up and say our dream aloud so that one day we'll wake up and still be in that dream. Right, right. And I think that that's why we need to be real un- unrealistic. That's why we need to be willing to dare to dream is because... Mm-hmm. If we don't do those things, if we don't just step outside of ourselves and right. see ourselves as something greater than what we are, see our potential self rather than what we are, then I think that life becomes static. And there's, that's not life. Like, I, I think that true, truly living is, is learning through yourself. And that's a beautiful thing that can be done every single day. Every single day. And seeing yourself as something that you are not, be unrealistic folks dare <laughs> to be different dare to dream yeah i love it man and yes, sir, thank yes, you for sir. being here thanks for having me man man i wish you safe travels with your trip hope your move is everything you want it to be man when hopefully when we link up in a month it's all goodness and greatness and all that good stuff man i i'm i'm proud of you for making the move it's one thing to speak about it's nothing to be about it so i'm proud of you for doing it and you know putting it out there and actually getting it done. You know what I'm saying? I have, I see nothing but amazing things for you, man. Just keep striving. Thank you so much. No problem. I no appreciate problem. the kind words. <laughs> and I'll see you guys soon. Thank you guys so much. I'm happy you were here for this whole thing. Go do something even cooler than this. I just gave you all the dirty details on how to do that with everything that we have just said being said. That was a crazy one. I kind of went too hard. Let's do it again. Rose Radio. Clocking out.